and what? I need a doctor to pull it out. Fucker, down podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than our normal stuff, as we find that a lot of people that are interested in mushrooms are interested in gardening and farming as well, and that's something that we all share a love for here. So we're going to be talking about hydroponics and aquaponics today, the difference between the two. When you're talking about aquaponics, that means you're adding like, you know, your fish and your other animals, which not just fish. I mean, I've seen them done with, with, uh, crawfish, shrimp, basically a whole terrarium. You got to have a terrarium together. I've seen it done that way. Uh, Yeah. And then when you're talking about hydroponics, hydroponics is that you're providing all of the chemicals and everything to grow uh, in like a sterile substance. It's a, clo- like a closed system. It's a closed system. Yeah. Yep. So, and then there, from there, there's a whole bunch of different uh, types. We're going to get into them. Like there's a deep water culture, there's cracky system, there's nutrient fl- film yeah. technique, there's, uh, there's aeroponics, which everybody's really kind of familiar with aeroponics. They have those little like uh, aero garden type things that sit yeah, on the counter. Yeah, little things you buy. Yep. Yeah, they actually work really well if you they follow are the very fucking good. instructions. Uh, I see people fuck up the instructions all the time, but uh, they work really well. You just got to use distilled water or like, you know, you can't use your nasty ass tap water a lot of times because you have too well, much you calcium. Can. You can't depend on where you live. unclear. Yeah. Send band-aids. Yes. Dick, <laughs> Dick Cotton Dick ceiling fan. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, well, who's yeah, in here so, today? Who's in here today? Super, super excited. Oh, today we have. Deadpool, John, oh, yeah. and Michael Nutty. I'm just because I love this shit. I love talking about this shit. Yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna be talking primarily about growing tomatoes and um, not tomatoes. tomatoes. Yeah, tomato, tomato, tomatatas, and uh, and then like peppers, but like legitimate peppers because I fucking grow some peppers. If you're in the if you're in the room right now, uh, you'll be able to see a whole my my weird little hybrid crazy setup. And the jalapenos that I grow, that you could literally shove a quarter pound of hamburger in. This, uh, this is basically a one boofable unit. You better pissing me off, make me know I'm hungry and they're messing yeah. with me. If you're going to try to boof one of my jalapenos, you better do some stretching techniques first. Because, uh, yeah. Be a friend of KY. <laughs> A reverse yeah. Kegel. Reverse Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> if my jalapenos were a penis, it would be a BBC. <laughs> <laughs> or a B, the BBG. BBG. PGB. BGC? I don't know. Now you've lost me. Now this is a big, glorious cock. Green? Gene? Big green cock. I thought it was... Come on. So, I was like, hold on. It took me a minute. Anyway, so let's get started. Who wants to start? And where are we going to start on this? We're going to start with like the basic hydroponics, like the old school type. They're starting there. They kind of work their way, way to do it. Wow. Well, well, yeah. Why don't we start simple and then we get fucking more, you know, the absolute way. stupidest, simplest way was invented by a guy. I think. I don't remember his first name, but his last name is Cracky. Cracky right? method. The absolute, yeah. yeah, the Cracky method is absolutely the stupidest, simplest way in the entire freaking world to do hydroponics. What you do is you take a large container. A lot of people uh, will use those, like, trash cans. You know, like uh, the Rubbermaid trash cans. You got the nice, tight-fitting lid on. And what they do is you put one fucking plant 
because the plant's going to get ridiculously huge. And it's, whatever water you start with is it. You don't top off a cracky system. So what that the one as the water keep going down, the roots actually yeah it grows to the air so that the water as that yes. going down. Okay, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Now it, I know. it actually yeah. grow, grows special roots that are adapted to breathe oxygen. So. But they have to stay yeah. void. But that they're, they're right. They well, the high humidity up. of being inside the bucket. So yep. what you're going to do is you're going to take you're going to take your net bucket of your net pot of some type, drill like pop you like a two inch hole in the top of your like in the middle of your trash can, put your lid on. And then put your little net cup in there, and then you plant inside that net cup and your hydrotron or whatever you choose to use, gravel, whatever you want, to hold your plant just in place. All right. And then you have your the the entire trash can filled with water up to the level of the roots. All right, just to the level of the bottom of the cup. Now you're going to take that volumetric, like that actual volume of water say it's like 30 gallons 32 gallons whatever really commonly is the 32 gallon trash cans i've seen it done in the 25 gallon trash cans very successfully as well but i think that most of it's done in larger type containers because of the greater amount of produce one of the most impressive grows i've ever seen of a habanero plant was done in a cracky system and what they did is it was a single habanero so you okay? Anyway, back to how you do your. I'll get right there. I'm sorry, I'm really excited. So you take that, you take that, you take that volume of water and you put it into a uh, little mathematical equation, and it tells you how much of chemicals you're going to add to that that volume of liquid. So a lot of times, it's uh, you use something called master blend, and you'll hear us talk about it several times throughout this podcast. Just because it is super, super easy to use. A whole bunch of different companies make it. It is a hydroponic, completely water-soluble chemical fertilizer. And it's like, uh, it's really cheap. I buy mine on Amazon. I get like 20 pounds for 20 bucks, Um, which is great. The only thing it's ever missing is it's missing a little bit of calcium and it's missing a little bit of uh, Epsom salt. But it has every other freaking trace mineral and shit that you got in there, right? So it's really, really good. So I take the master blend. So let's say in a 27-gallon tote, it's going to say you need to add, you know, uh, like six cups of this and three cups of that and one cup of that. Well, you'd mix it all up in the water, and then that's it. You're done. That's all the nutrients your plant is ever going to fucking need in that water at the volume of water, and it accounts for evaporation and usage. So the salt concentration as it gets down there as well. So it, it, it's really, really simple. It's really, really easy. It sounds more difficult than it is. There's so many different, um, like, sliding scales you can find for gallons of, of water. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's literally, it's it's dummy proof. You know, There's right. a lot of wiggle room. So you don't have to measure out to, like, the milligram or anything. It's just like, ah, yeah. four cups of this, one cup of that, and you're going to go. But if you ever want to find a really good recipe for the master blend mix, uh, there's a guy on YouTube called MHP Gardener. Oh, he I bre- fucking love that dude. Oh, gonna, man. Yeah. He, he God, breaks yeah. it down so simple. It's awesome. Dude, he, the MHP Gardener, side, side note, MHP Gardener is one of the guys that got me interested in hydroponics in the first time. Me too. With his Dutch, <laughs> with his Dutch bucket system was fucking, yep. to me, super impressive. And if you look at my system, it kind of mirrors his, except that I moved the output way higher. So I had that, because I'm in Texas. So what I'm, what I'm hearing is 
he's going to be out of one of our Monday podcasts. Is what I'm hearing. I don't know uh, if we'll be able to get him. That that guy quit social media altogether. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even make videos anymore. Okay, no, like I say, because I got no problem getting fired. I love talking about oh. farming and hydroponics on a fucking interview. Oh, dude, awesome. the guy would be the guy would be fucking great. So, uh, anyway, cracky system. Real quick, let me finish this up. So uh, you put all of your nutrients in once, you stir it up, you're fucking done, and then you put your plant in there, and then your plant just eat, eats that, and as it absorbs it, the roots grow longer to reach more water, and so forth. The most impressive habanero grow I've ever fucking seen in my entire life was on somebody's front porch that they put just one bucket, a single habanero plant, and the fucking thing looked, honest to God, like an oak tree. It was huge. It's literally shaded his entire fucking porch and over his oh, living room yeah. of his house. It was massive. We're talking the base of the jalapeno plant was about four and a half inches in diameter. Jesus. Holy like, It was tree. huge. He was, yeah, yeah, the guy's like, uh, yeah, we're getting like 25 to 30 pounds of jalapenos off in a week. And I mean, not jalapenos, but, but habaneros off in a week. I'm like, dude, those things are like fucking thin-skinned as hell and it, you believe it because he took a picture of like right before it's like the harvest and it's just gold the entire tree is orange and it's just amazing the amount of it was easily 22 23 feet tall and at least 20 feet wide um it was amazing and that's what got me into trying cracky to begin with i think that cracky would do great in places other than fucking texas they don't think it would do good in um Arizona either. I think it would do good in a little places that actually get like weather besides like really fucking hot, right? Like I think it would do better in temperate zones. Only because I was battling evaporation at the same time as the plant. And the plant was transpiring a lot. So it was drinking a lot more and it was using the water up at a huge volume really, really fast. Uh so I wasn't seeing the full potential of the plant. But some of you guys like, you know. In the, the the Great White North or Canada, like we do, it's, it's really well, uh, and especially if we're in greenhouses, we have greenhouses. It'll even oh, yeah. for the winter time too. They allow oh. you guys to have greenhouses up there, don't you? Like the polar bears break in and try to make nests. <laughs> oh, we got penguins guarding that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta treat them when they're young. You know, you're speaking of <laughs> speaking of up north. That was what got me into uh, hydroponics was. You know, living up here, we have a really short growing season. I was working construction at the time all summer long, and I was jonesing for my gardening. So I decided to take a winter. I took an extra bed or room in my basement, covered the walls in mylar, and I built myself a grow room in the basement. Uh, I used I built a simple ebb and flow system. I like that's what I that's what I always use ebb and flow for my tomatoes. But but, uh, oh. I'm walking around one day and my wife had this little freaking uh, aloe plant somebody had given her for Christmas or something. And my wife has the brownest thumb you've ever seen. I mean, this this poor thing was on the front porch sideways, half the dirt hanging out of it, just <laughs> dead, you know? And I <laughs> so asked her, hey, can, can I borrow this aloe? I want to see how it does in hydroponics. Oh, within three months, that thing had four foot long leaves on it. It just nice. turned into a monster. <laughs> It wanted to thank you for actually feeding it. It was just. Crazy. I've always wanted to do a fucking tree, like an apple tree, as hydroponics. Have you seen I mean, where? I think it was UC Berkeley, I believe. Like, uh, had tried that, and then there was a. Uh, oh, also uh, the the ag school here in Texas, in Alpine, Texas, had tried to do a hydroponic tree. 
And they found that the only real limitation to it was the sturdiness of the fucking tree. Because the tree didn't have anything to grab onto to keep itself from tipping over. And once you get a tree that's super big, it's like a sail. It catches all the wind. You know, right? Uh, I mean, you would almost have to put like boulders instead of hydrogen in to hold it in. Yeah, at least on top. You know, that would probably fucking work. No, I'd fill the whole bucket full of it. Fuck it, I'd just like the yeah. entire container, just 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 full of freaking rocks to counterbalance. I think we could do this. Who wants to try this shit on the new farm? Let's do I mean, a hydroponic fucking apple tree. Oh no, 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 uh, avocado because those bitches drink a lot of water. Like avocados drink a lot of water. So let's do a hydroponic avocado as a fafo. You imagine that. Fun, right? the, the, oh, avocados the take like three years to fucking produce its first fruit. Nah, nah we'll, we'll buy one. Shit. We'll buy one that's already like, you know, three or four years old. And oh. we'll just rinse all the fucking dirt off of it and jab I'm it not, in there. I'm like, not I used to my guys wanting to cheat. All right. Whatever. I'm going to cheat so like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, Drink fucking uh, kill. Cheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then we can do some creative pruning to keep it from busting through the roof of your greenhouse. No, that's what you do. You let the top nah. do its own thing. Let It'll go be outdoors. I, I forgot. I, you you live in the tropics. You don't need a greenhouse. Yeah. Never mind. I don't need a. I need a greenhouse to grow coffee, uh, and that's about it. Like <laughs> everything else grows outdoors. I, I thought, I thought grow... coffee was a cold weather plant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it grows only in mountains, so. Yeah, but those are mountains. The mountains of Ecuador. Yeah. The mountains of Ecuador. And, yeah, yeah. and, and Brazil. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what the requirements are. I know it can't freeze, but... Slave labor. I hear that slave labor. Slave labor. It's, yeah, it's, it's required. Slave labor. Yeah. <laughs> there's something have, about the, the tears of the oppressed. Right? Yeah, there's, it's just like... It's like a, Aquaponics for them, like the tears of the oppressed. I've, I've had I've the had many people I've had many people yeah, send me say. pictures of uh, Jesse and Breaking Bad. Like when I go to visit Farrell, that's what it's going to be like. Where you're yeah. in the garage, <laughs> the after the zip line, going from, scars and from a flow, yeah. yeah, from a flow hood over to the fucking greenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, more so more more, more uh, braces on that gene there. He's a pretty hefty fellow. So yeah. we got the uh, we got the cracky method, rock and roll, right? Um, that's kind of the cracky method in like a fucking like nutshell. It's really not more complicated than that, guys. It's super, super fucking simple. Let's talk about MHP Gardner and how he got me interested in this bullshit too. So he All made right. a whole bunch of he made a whole bunch of videos. What this guy was was uh, MHP stands for Mobile Home Park Gardner. He owns a mobile home park, right, in like fucking Alabama or some shit. And what he would do is if you lived in his mobile home park, he had this huge fucking garden that he would just feed everybody from the mobile home park with. And that was just like his, uh, he was a very, um, he's a very Christian guy and a very nice guy. Never swore or anything like that in his pocket, uh, his videos. But really? he was. What's wrong with him? Dude's a fucking <laughs> growing food genius, dude. He anyway. Has like, he has like tomatoes that are like five pounds a piece, man. No, it's not even, he's not even joking. He's not even fucking joking. Like his fucking corn plants were like, you know, 14 fucking foot tall sweet corn. It was just absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, uh, he had this greenhouse that he put up and he did a Dutch bucket system. And so what he had was he had all these square buckets lined up on, uh, uh, what are they like? Uh, like con- concrete blocks. Yeah. yeah. He had them up on, on the concrete blocks and wooden planks across them to just kind of like, you know, even everything out. And inside there he had perlite and then he would plant the plant inside the freaking perlite. And uh, the buck, the Dutch bucket would just 
it would flow for I think what do you say twenty minutes on six like forty minutes off twenty minutes on forty minutes off something like that, and it would just recirculate back into a reservoir and it would just constantly go. But he's got his tomatoes were like he was showing he had like a little pulley system to like to to so that he could raise the plants as they grew. Because they were touching the roof of this like twelve or fourteen foot fucking greenhouse. Yeah, they were going up and going sideways. They were so yeah, big. just growing across the freaking rails of the greenhouse, like twelve feet tall, and it was just so impressive. And the way that he talked about it, he's like, "This is really fucking easy." Like he didn't swear, but he's like, "This is really easy, guy." Blah blah blah. And he was just so humble and so great. He made it so simple, and he showed you like step by step how to do everything. And then um, he was great at this stuff, but then. People started like wanting to do drugs with his systems and stuff like that. And he just stopped fucking social media. People started bitching and started like demanding that he do certain things. Like it is, they were, people were literally moving into his mobile home park just to eat his food. And, oh, um, shit. Yeah. And he had a big mobile home park, you know, like yeah, he, he would show it occasionally. And uh, which was great. But then people started getting super demanding. He's like, you know, screw it. It's not worth it. And uh, he just stopped. Um, I mean, he still has a garden and everything, as far as I've heard. But uh, he just stopped doing any social media because it was just not worth it to him to deal with the drama. People demanding certain things. I They're like, well, I, I want this. Shit. Yeah, I want this. I don't want that. I want this. I don't want that. You know, and then he was like, well, if you don't fucking want to give it to your neighbor, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to grow peanuts just for you, you know. But... Uh, Anyway, guy was freaking awesome. Miss him. I think he did a like his last video was like seven or eight years ago. But oh, then he Jesus. did one. All right. Yeah, he did one that like, was like a follow up. Like, yeah, three or four years ago. I thought he was coming back, man. I'm still I was excited. I'm still yep. <laughs> but he's still doing stuff, and he still looks great. You know, he looks a little older, but he's still getting around. He's still growing. He's still doing all sorts of stuff. You just want to tell people he's still alive. He's still doing his thing, and that's his like outreach to you know. His time with baby Jesus and God and stuff is working his ground and feeding people, which is great. And he's a great guy for doing it. And he's so knowledgeable, but he shows you breakdown of every step along the way. It, it, Super great. It's simple and easy to understand. That's the beauty of his. Oh, his yeah. Stuff. Whether it's in the ground stuff he was showing you how to do or like the aquaponics stuff he was showing you how to do, it was all super easy. I mean, right, he showed so, you how to make a tomato sandwich. I mean, yeah. Everything. Yeah, whole nine yards. Some southern food recipes in there, the whole nine yards. Really great guy. So that was like a little bit about Dutch Bucket System. The Dutch Bucket System is a recirculating uh, system that has a drain in the bot, like towards the bottom part of the bucket, so that you, the water that is put through the plant just drains out. There's no reservoir in the bottom that's holding a bunch of fluid or liquid or that, you know, your growth medium, uh, your growth liquid. Uh, so it's all, it's just, it's like a flood. It's like a constant flow, constant drain system is what a Dutch bucket is. Everybody was talking about an ebb and flow system earlier. Yeah. And, uh, Dead would you like still. to describe, describe well, your, your ebb and flow. All right. Well, the ebb and flow that I use for my tomatoes, it's basically just, um, it's kind of this, they're all basically the same thing in different ways, but the way this one's set up is, uh, I made it a, a four by eight sheet of plywood. Right. And then I had, um, the sides built up. And then you just put a tarp in there. So you're making a kiddie pool. All right. And then on the bottom, you're making a, a drain. You're making two drains. You're making one is a one way and the other one is an overflow. Okay. So uh, it'll only fill up to the overflow. 
And the, as long as that pumps on, it's always circulating. But that whole tub is full of uh, clay pellets is what I always used. And, the hydrotron. Yep. And basically what I would do is uh, I would uh, start my tomato and then I would I would clone it. Um, so I had I, I just buy I would buy one tomato from the Amish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then uh, go ahead and make all the clones I was going to make some cuttings from inside. I would I would keep the light far away so they were really stretching so i could really get some nice clones but um yeah and but 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 all that is going from one reservoir and it's recirculating back to the reservoir so it fills up the whole thing the and everything gets wet you know the and the uh, the pellets are they they're basically it's almost like perlite where they absorb the water so they're always yeah. there for the roots and keep, yeah but it keeps the roots moist and you're you're basically your clones are in fucking rock wool most of the time in a little net bucket. Yep. Or, and, when, and when the bucket fills, it pushes all the old air out of the bucket, and then yep. after it drains, it sucks fresh oxygen back down for the roots. Yeah, it's but you're, con- you're, you're it, I loved it, and you're constantly changing up. But with, with, with these to get the best fruit or you know vegetables, you're basically you need to check. You're you're doing all the nutrients. You're checking, and the pH has to be pretty on point it's not like mycology with the ph if it's too high or too low it stops the roots from absorbing the nutrients that you need so when you're dealing with a closed system like that it is very important to keep uh it's very sciencey kind of but not not really i guess you're just buffers you're you're gonna learn about buffers when you're dealing with fucking hydroponics any anybody who knows me and knows i'm cheap right (laughs) (laughs) well you know, they got that fancy pH up and pH down and stuff. I use vinegar. <laughs> I, I, I have a big five-gallon jug of sulfuric acid for, for car batteries that I use. That's pretty hardcore. <laughs> I mix it with I've water used and make my own buffer. Vinegar. Or... Yeah. I use and then, vinegar and I always and I treated with... I always uh, put a little bit of peroxide in my water to yeah. help keep the gunk down. Hydrogen peroxide. Yep, I use a little hydrogen peroxide as well. But, Keeps the roots so, from getting brown. With your ebb and flow system, uh, the bell siphon is the part that you didn't really describe there. Right. So uh, on a, on his outflow, he's that was the one way. Him, it's a one way. Yeah, he has his pipe sticking up at the wa- at where his maximum water level is going to be, and it's usually just slightly below the top level of your hydrotron, right? Yep. And then you have over the top of that a pipe that's slightly larger. So, like, if you have a one-inch pipe sticking up, you have an inch and a half or, or st- stick it over the top of it. And that is, you're going to have that sticking down to where the minimum water level is going to be. So, once the water level raises inside of that pipe up to where it re- where it'll start overflowing, it's going to cause a siphon effect. The bell siphon will then suck all the water in your uh, container down to the minimum level. It should shut off about then. And uh, it's just flood and drain and flood and drain. And that's ebb and flow system, flood and drain system in a heartbeat. It's super, super simple. It works super well. It was one of the first systems, I think, that were ever invented. Yeah, um, I, I, it, it works so well, I never changed. I never had. I almost yeah. once, I went to the bucket system where you have separate yeah. buckets for everything, but it was still yeah. ebb and flow. But yeah, it, there was no reason for it. Yeah, the ebb and grow system you could buy with had buckets. But for modern people with the ebb and flow, they use a big table. They you can yeah, actually buy yeah. the 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 insert for a wooden table that you build that has all the stuff already in it. That's pretty neat. Yep. Fancy. 
Yeah, like four by uh, four table. The other one that I've done is I've done a uh, NFT, which is nutrient film technique. And what I did with my version, so a nutrient film technique is where you have a highly concentrated uh, reservoir full of nutrients, and you're just throwing a trickle through a PVC pipe or through uh, a lot of people use gutters, mm-hmm. like the square gutters. Yeah. The rain yeah. grow. And so just you just have like a trickle of constant fluid going through there. And it's just going like it's it's the if you see those there's actually grows, there's sites they're dedicated like, to 3D printing just units for the yes. gutter systems. Yes. Oh that that's a so, hybrid system, the one you're thinking of. Yeah, if you've seen people like who have like multiple levels of like you know like the the, the lettuce and shit growing, yeah, where it's just like level one, then it Z's back and forth all the way to the fucking ground. That's a nutrient film technique type of way. And nutrient film technique was something that was came up by NASA because they could use uh, pressure and gel and put a layer of gel like a hydroscopic gel over the top, and then force some nutrient film like some nutrient through channels in that gel and the plants can eat it without the risk of having water, excuse me, water and like bubbles floating around fucking shit up. So yeah, the one, the one Deadpool is talking about, I don't know whether to call it hydroponics or not. It's really interesting. It's to more me. of an aeroponics kind of thing. The one I'm aeroponics thinking of, they, 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 cool take the, uh, they take the rain gutters and they set them really low to the ground, but they're like wedged between two boards. And then they yeah. 3d print these triangle shaped plastic deals that you wrap in cotton twine and half of it goes into the gutter and half of it sticks up like a point. And they use take regular bags of topsoil and just throw it over it and it pierces the bag. You cut a hole in top and you plant your plant. You're running the the, flu, the liquid underneath it all the time and it just wicks up into it. Huh. Interesting, huh? That's interesting. That's it's so soil and hydrogen. Yeah, it works great. But I yeah. mean I only did a small grow with it, so I don't. I would not. Yeah, you're, not you're like using it right out of the bag. That's like some sort of ridiculous self-wicking container. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yep. So we've got nutrient film technique is not any more complicated than a very small trickle. You can use a pond pump, an aquarium pump, something like that, or just a small ass fucking trickle, a little fluid. All you need through there is about like if you turn your faucet all the way off. They turn it on, so you got one city stream coming out of there. That's all you need, and to, to oh, run awesome. the entire fucking system, it's just a small yep. little pencil lead sized stream, constantly running. And by the time it gets all the way to the bottom, it's pretty much nutrient deficient because right. you're going to z back and forth through like you know you're going to do a high density planting. And so it like as the, it trickles back out yeah. of the out of the grow pipes, it aerates itself again too. Yeah, you amazing. just have it drop like six or eight inches into your uh, into your tank. And it aerates the tank. So uh, yeah. that's a good I, I grow, I grow that method outdoor in my art garden every year. Nice. I, I love hydroponics. I have I grow all the different kinds. Of. And aeroponics is where you're going to have a cylinder or two. Similar, you can do a cylinder or two where you can do a bucket system or however you want. Uh, and you're going to use like a pressure pump and those little micron spray valves. And you can get those. I've used the ones I've used are the brass ones you drill a quarter inch hole and you screw them in there and uh they they used for like i guess misting uh your outdoors to keep everything cool hey, uh, I, I i always use the plastic ones as long as you drill a one special size and they just screw yeah, in there i, like, a hand I use the i use those high pressure brass ones because i can treat those with vinegar to fucking unclog them 
And it doesn't oh, yeah. hurt shit. Uh, it doesn't hurt them at all. Uh, they unclog like a, like really, really easy with just a little bit of vinegar. So, uh, well, I use those and then I use a, I, I bought a piece of shit pump. I call it a piece of shit because it doesn't do anything besides this one thing. Well, it, it right? doesn't take, it doesn't take a lot of pressure either to get those things uh, spraying like a motherfucker. The one that I use is about 23 PSI, I think is what it, what it comes out to. But, uh, and it's, it just missed, like, like if you'd have picked the plant up out of the hole, it would just be like fog. So uh, it works out your really face good. over a humidifier. It's yeah, but fucking... you don't want to breathe that in because it's like got a lot of nitrogen and shit in it. It makes mm. your nose tickle. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, uh, so it's just you're just basically fogging constantly through this freaking pipe, and uh, you can do percent on percent off stuff like that. But uh, it, it works out. It worked out really well. I've done it a couple of times. Aeroponics, the company that's that's that does this little tabletop. Uh, Aeroponic systems and the larger systems work really well. I've seen the my favorite aeroponics design that I've seen are those big vertical ones. Have you seen those? Yes. Like it, it's like the big vertical six inch PVC where they've melted it and then like bent it out. They yep. put net cups in it and then have like sprayers going down that are just spraying I have all the three, time. I three D printed one. And it's in my living room right now. Actually. You dirty whore! Ah. I, thought I, I thought I showed you pictures of that. I'm it took jealous. like five rolls of 3D printer filament, but it was awesome. Oh, man. I've seen those things. I've been freaking eye-fucking them for a long time. My wife's like, this would be so cool to have inside. I'm like, yeah, it would be. Trim and I sit there. Trim and I sit, we're sitting there for hours just trading fucking shit that we found online to print. There's the like, only you know, shit I gave a shit about when you guys got your 3D printers was guns. I didn't care about anything else. Well, yeah. I was like, hey. 3D print me something fucking that goes that, that, that does cool stuff. Yeah. And you guys are like, oh, we're going to 3D print farming shit. And I'm like, you guys suck. We had a dedicated printer for those, but those were easy. <laughs> right? Yeah, but that's the only thing I cared about. I don't give a shit about the rest of 3D printing. I just care about that. Like, freedom, America! Right now, that's all I give a shit. I, I suppose while we're talking about equipment, I can mention... My other aeroponics system oh, that I have. Oh, I, t- I took um, a decent sized tote, one of those heavy duty black ones, you know, with the with the yellow top. Yeah. And yeah. I drilled about twenty or thirty—I can't remember—one inch holes in the top of it. Oh, you made a you made a clone a cedar, and I made an arrow cloner. It just has a little oh, tiny pond yeah. pump in it. Sprays yeah. mist up inside. Stick your stems I've in. I got one of those. That was that was the most plumbing I've ever done in my entire life. I made one of those with the with the pond <laughs> pump at the bottom, and then it shot up, and I made a halo, and I screwed yeah. things on the halo. Yeah, it, it yeah. Was, it's fucking perfect for the clones. Perfect. For, I for, people, mine for people H-shaped. and misters, a pond fogger would work perfect for that too, by the way. No. I made mine a H-shape, and I made it out of this old, uh, I had this old piece of shit square planter pot. And then I cut just a piece of like uh, like plastic cutting board to fit perfectly in the top of it. And then I just, just used a drill press and just pressed out like inch and a half holes. Put my neck cup in there. But I found that the neck cup uh, didn't work so well for cloning like trees. So what I did is I took, you know, that that, that pipe wrapping, that, that foam wrapping that you wrap pipes with to insulate them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like yeah. like a pool. It's like a pool noodle. Noodle. So I took noodle. I took that and I cut like I've got fucking pictures of this guy. You talking about this, when you cut the bark little... off? No, I take a. I take like fig trees, fig tree cuttings, right? Mm-hmm. And I would uh, I would cut their uh, the pool noodle in little thin strips and then wrap it around 
the um, the tree limb that I was trying to clone and put it down inside the little sprayer doodad, and it went just a fucking shit. I cloned so many fig trees, like and apple trees and pomegranate oh, trees, and all sorts I of shit. You're, I thought you were talking about when you take the branches and you carve and you cut the bark off and then you wrap them. Oh, that's so the, the roots. Yeah, the grafty where the roots where the roots come out of the branch and you cut it in half. You've got roots actually oh, running on the bottom. That, that brings back memories, man. My dad was big into grafting. He had this one tree so here, in the backyard. Just... had four different kinds of pears and three different kinds of apples on one tree. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> so I just threw I just threw up pictures in the, the, the FAFO quote uh, general chat about the, the arrow cloner and how I did it. So I take these cuttings from these fig trees. And if you see in the first picture, the, the part of it looks wet. What that is is actually just quickly dipped in food-grade wax, and that's to keep it from the top part from, from rotting before it gets a chance to fruit. And then you would, I would uh, then take it and um, soak it. Same thing for Yeah, I'd soak it in a little bit of water with some uh, hydrogen peroxide and stuff like that. You see that in the second picture. Third picture is my little fucking pool noodle cuts and then how I wrapped them. And the third, the fourth picture is them starting to grow like a motherfucker. And so I, I cloned, like, I had this amazing fig tree. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I had this amazing fig trees that were just absolutely huge. And I don't know where the fuck they came from. Um, I I had drunkenly bought them online, like, a long time ago. And I totally forgot to label them. And, uh, but they were oh. huge. And they, they put out these... These these figs like they look like a black mission fig, but they were brown. So they were they were huge, like the size of like uh, like a small crab apple, like a medium sized crab apple, right? Like big fucking things, like a little bit smaller than a Roma tomato, and uh, just great. And so everybody wanted a fucking fig tree, and so I would clone this. It only did thirty six at a time, I guess. But I, I do I do runs all year, just thirty six fucking fig trees, thirty six fig trees, and sell them bare root online for 20 a pop with free shipping and i would just take them when i went to go ship them and i would just just take like a whole bunch i'd had a shredder where i would like just like a regular like office paper shredder and i'd run like the free newspapers through that fucking thing and so i just end up with just all this shredded newspaper and then i would get it wet and then i would just mix it up with my hand a little bit and then dry it so it's like paper mache and I would take that and wrap it around the root ball, and then I'd fucking just put it in a flat rate shipper and ship it. And uh, man, twenty bucks a pop for this fucking fig trees all day long. At thirty six at a fucking go, I was I was making all my beer money like every week, <laughs> just like making his yeah, yearly like, beer money. Yeah, man, I was making all my beer money, my car payment, shit like that, just off of selling. Just fig clones, just bam, 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 bam. And all I That's did was beautiful. sell them online. Uh, you guys, anybody can fucking do this. Like, you don't have to have a farm. That, if you look, it doesn't. I did a horrible job of taking a picture to show the footprint of this thing, but the footprint of it is like maybe three Kleenex boxes. Hmm. Like, it's really not that big. It's really not that big. Like, like two Kleenex boxes next to each other, then one on the side, right? So it's like, you know, like that. So I guess that would. What's our standard of measurement? We need a fucking standard of measurement. A cup. It's, a banana. No, fuck that. We can't have a cup. This is fafo. A shot glass. Okay. A mason jar. A shot. 
No, that's a volume. Those are volumetric measurements. Oh, you want link need, measurements? Yeah, we need a we need a link measurement. Baby's arms? I don't know. Grab <laughs> <laughs> their arms. Yeah, no, no. Nobody's gonna fucking be able to. They're gonna have to go like, watch some guy out there or some chick out there who's listening to the podcast is not gonna have like a toddler allowed. So they're gonna go like grab some stranger's toddler and throw a ruler up against it. And they're gonna be like, "What are you doing? I have a podcast. I just need to know." But uh, uh, let's see. Uh, no, a buddy of mine years ago, he's like, "Hey, you got to come try out this Mexican restaurant, man." They got fucking burritos the size of the baby's arm. It just like, man, it made me laugh when he said that. <laughs> okay, taco shells. What do taco shells? Everybody knows what a fucking taco shell is, right? Sure. Like, sure. roughly. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> it was very. Right, those coming. Those coming. So many different sizes, though. Okay, yeah. then fuck it. We need something else. Uh. What Links. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. Staples. Yeah, staplers? Did you say staplers? Have you, my, have, you, have you seen my stapler? Yeah. Red, red, <laughs> the size of a red stapler. Perfect. <laughs> I guess I guess we could do like can of standard 16 ounce beer. Like measurement on the side, you know? How about a fucking Lysol can? Pounders. <laughs> we all know what a Lysol can looks like. The only one fucking size. They come, no, they don't. They come in the 20 ounce, extra 20% free size, too. Yeah, I get like a 30 yeah, some ounce industrial one. Hmm. Not that I use Lysol. It's bad. How about a char- the strength of a Sharpie? There's only one I size Sharpie, right? We, no, yeah. there's the fatty. God damn it. Use- <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're not we're not measuring the how big is of it. how big is Rod Jeremy's penis? Let's see this. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Let me check my Let's... phone. Hold on. <laughs> gonna... I'm googling this. Uh, like, we're just gonna call it we're gonna... Rod. Oh no, that's that one guy that died in uh, they made a movie about him. One yeah, guy. he had John Holmes. It was nine and three quarter inches. No, oh, so no way. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bigger than Ron Jeremy. <laughs> so it's like basically, basically ten inches. Okay, so let's just call it ten inches. We can just call it Ron Jeremy units, and we can just measure everything in Ron Jeremy units. RGUs, RGUs. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We have adopted a new measurement system. RJUs, the, the FAFO unit measurement length. RGUs. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the BTUs, but cooler. Yeah, cooler. well, more <laughs> easy. Fuck, man, this shit right here. Yeah, like this could have been like taught. It they could have used up until this moment. They could have used it in college classes. Yeah, then, new right? new math. Yeah. <laughs> Up until this moment, we could have been safe to play. That was 30 minutes. Class. That was 30 minutes before someone brought up the word cock or balls or yeah. then, ball gags. Yeah, And right. then now we've adopted a new measurement system of RJUs. And uh, so, anyway, I guess the whole system is like 2.5 RJUs by 2.5 RJUs. <laughs> Thank God you remember what we're measuring. I totally <laughs> forgot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> But I, 
want to thank you for every time you say something, you may even think of a cock to think how big something is. It's perfect. Yeah, well, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's what I wanted. It's what I wanted. I woke up this morning. I go, what could really fuck up the rest of my day? <laughs> oh, my God, guys. I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. I'm turning fucking purple over here. <laughs> okay. So, the, so a shade of RJU. <laughs> we can't use it. We can't use it. That's a long weekend. weekend. It's too no, late. We can't. Stay in shades of RJU. It sounds like a romance uh, song. The shades <laughs> of RJU. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, that did. What is you say something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's your Nope's aeroponics. There's your aeroponics <laughs> So, um, uh, oh, I, I thought of another one that you didn't mention, or that I I vote is easier than Kratky if you have the proper setup. Okay. Is it more expensive to start? Well, you have to have the right conditions for this one. Okay. Okay. Floating raft. Oh yes, for oh, lettuce. I use I've used that before. Yeah, I've used deep that. Deep water culture, yeah. yeah. The floating raft deep water culture. I've seen them do those ones as hybrid systems where they raise into tilapia, and seen, they have the floating rafts of like like what is it like styrofoam? lettuce usually? Yeah, I've, I've even lettuce, seen them just rafts. build build rafts and tie them off on an actual pond and just let the pond feed the plants. Hey, wasn't that how the fucking Aztecs grew so much goddamn shit in their floating fucking yes. ponds? Yes, with their styrofoam yeah. beanies. Yeah, no, 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 no. They had It naturally lowers the nitrite levels in the ponds and everything. It's, yeah, it's a win-win all the way around. But there was a there was a study done a long time ago because they were talking about the gardening techniques of the Aztecs and how they were able to support. Sorry, I'm talking really fast. So I'm excited. Excited. They support this huge fucking group of people in such a concentrated area. And they were like, look, they had these floating gardens and they would talk about these floating gardens all the time. What they were is they were densely woven mats of uh, like wood and they'd plant, they'd have a little bit of soil in pockets and they'd plant the plant under a little bit of soil. The roots would reach through the floating mat into the water that was underneath. And mm-hmm. um, they raised their fish in there with them and you know, who knows, probably shit and pissed in there. Uh, and it, the plants just purified the freaking water. And it kept them from receiving a lot of different, uh, like, Girardia, excuse me, from, from getting a whole bunch of normally normal diseases that everybody would die from. It yep. was really, really great. It kept their mosquito population fucking down because they had all these damn fish. Uh, yep. And that was how they were able to feed so many people because they would have hundreds of these floating rafts on these sacrifices. lakes. It was they weren't sacrificing to the gods. They weren't sacrificing their own damn people. They're just slaves. Or the people just slaves. They're just slaves. Fuck them. Yeah. And the winners of the soccer team. (laughs) Well, they were also they were using. How is that motivation to win? By the way, if you win, you die. Exactly. (laughs) Was it the winners? Was it was it really the winners or was it the losers? That's just. No, I think it was the winners. Fuck that shit! I'm not coming to play like shit. It's like I'm over there, just like, just like humping the fucking uh, ball. Yeah. Uh, it was an honor, like, though. There, there was a time it was an honor to be killed. Oops, butterfingers. Well, I'm sorry. That goes against every one of my natural instincts. I'm here to procreate. Yeah. 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 No, you're not gonna murder me because I'm better at something than you. Yeah. No. Well, no, isn't, no, that, no. isn't that basically what they do now? No, no, no. Yeah. You guys go. I'll yeah. stay here with the monkeys. Yeah. yeah. 
Sorry. I'm the guy who knows how to make the floating mat. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was really cool. Hence why we keep telling you to make sure you have skills. Football yeah. is not a fucking skill, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, want don't to be the gladiator. Like, yeah, it's not going to, like, okay, let's see. Most useless job in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, a place kicker on the a Buffalo fluffer. Bills. A fluffer. Anybody <laughs> in, no, that's a useful job. That's anybody useful job that's, anywhere. Yeah, anybody that's in HR is, is, is pretty much out the window because, like, the rules are going to be completely different. Like, Susie, you think you're offended? You're not that offended, Susie. Because if you're that offended, here's the dueling guns. Right? right? That's right. How fucking offended are you, Susan? You want to duel? <laughs> you want to duel, Karen? Fucking get after it. Right? So, HR oh, goes back duels. To Give me a duel. Oh, yeah. You Give think you're offended? Bring forth the dueling guns. Yeah. Best friends for the new battle. You guys. That was Michael Ruddy. He fucking nutted out. So it would fucking be nutty. You'd have to like one take like fucking it would be like twenty seven Ron Jeremy units apart and then turn around and fire. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take twenty seven common Ron Jeremy units. The tongue on fire. <laughs> I would take twenty two. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be there. Somebody's gonna be there with an official measuring rod, Jeremy stick. Right. Yeah. That's what we need the fluffer for. See. Yeah. My, well. my, <laughs> my RJUs are a little smaller, so I get to take less steps. No, it's a fucking <laughs> RJU. It's, it's a, a common unit of measurement. measurement. We made it a real thing. We made there's it no, there's thing. no cold days. Yeah. 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 It was really cold yeah. in that pool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. No, that was perfect. That was that's where it was meant to go. So uh okay, deep water culture is literally just floating mats uh inside. Uh, You can do all sorts of different stuff with that. That's where you're gonna get into where you're growing your crawfish, your fish with them. And this is like deep water culture is gonna probably be the the simplest, easiest fish aqua introduction to aquaponics. So it's just I've seen uh, there's a couple of very large farms actually that do uh, uh, these huge troughs. They're they're like 36 inches tall and like 12 feet fucking wide, and uh, they're just full of like water, and the water flows from you know right to left do a pump system. They're just it's a very very gentle flow, and it has these huge mats of high density foam, and every about. 16, you know, uh, hold on one second. 1.5 run Jeremy units. There's a there's a hole pop, and uh they're putting a little neck cup in there and they're planting their uh their leafy greens. And they're you're not gonna want to do anything that requires a long growing season in a deep water culture. Oh, that's not that's usually for reserve for stuff that has a high turnover rate, like your lettuces. Your uh, one of the most popular things I've seen grown is basil, like the Genovese basil. Uh, for like pesto and stuff like that, uh, because it's super, super easy to grow, super fast, and you get your plants about 18 inches tall, knock them out, go to the next thing. Lettuces do extraordinarily well, all different types. 
uh, full heads of lettuce and everything like that because it's a very fast turnover, very hungry blend. Uh, that it does absolutely phenomenal with a shitload of water that's cooler water. And so they'll have these troughs, and in these troughs they'll have, like, their baby tilapia, right, that are growing inside of this trough. And now they feed the tilapia in the trough, uh, usually spirulina, spirulina, stuff like that. Spirulina? Yeah, it's like uh, that that, uh, algae. They feed them, like, these algae pellets. And they poop and everything like that, and that's what's feeding the plants. And so when they, because the flow is very, very slow, at the very end, they have this like 36 or so foot thing. They'll be taking one set of plants out. Each one's about the size of a, uh, it looks like about the size of a door, maybe four feet or three feet wide and six feet long, like slabs. And so two people will pick the slab up and they'll put it on a cart. They'll harvest everything, chop off the roots, throw them away. Uh, it'll go down the assembly line from there. Well, the flow of the water now just brings the next one in the line. Does that make sense? And uh, so now they're usually not planting the entire bed at once, but they plant like three rows at once. If you're looking at it from the greenhouse, if you're standing looking at the greenhouse, the front of the greenhouse uh, or the side of the greenhouse, your 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 rows are going to be facing away from you. So. Uh, like trough one has three rows up of it that are all planted at the same time. Trough two has three rows up of it that are all planted at the same time. So after that's done, they pull out that they pull out that big foam uh, board. They sterilize it usually with hydrogen peroxide, and then they take it back to the back where it's reseeded and planted. So then a week goes by, it moves. You know, it's, it's it, every time every week they're harvesting, and by the time the four weeks is up. They're back to harvesting that one that they just harvested. And it works super, super well, super, super fast. There's almost no waste at all. And every eight to ten weeks, you have a harvest of tilapia. So uh, it works out really well. Fucking, they're huge. I mean, I, yeah. I've seen some of these ones where they actually have set, um, some tanks where they do the floaters in the tank of tilapia. And they have one that are just fucking like huge pods that are elevated above so that they actually is constant flow, but it's like they use gravity. But it's a yeah. huge regular fucking pond. God damn it, Mike O'Nutty. <laughs> no, that was John. What? That was John. Yeah, he that, dropped that. Son, that son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, uh, I apologize, Nutty. I apologize. The most popular fucking trim. The most popular, uh, the most popular tilapia. Aren't, aren't your wild type tilapia? You don't really want your wild type tilapia in these systems because they're not going to grow. They're not going to grow like that. No, they grow really well, but the problem is, is that they snack they on your eat plants. everything. Yeah. So a lot of times, the ones that you're looking for are the hybrid Nile uh, tilapia. So these are like the blue Nile, your white Nile, your pink Nile, and they're almost all exclusively male because they irradiate them when they're in egg form, and only the male eggs actually will produce at that point. Oh. So they're like 99.99% male. And you're looking at spending between 17 and 22 cents per little baby fingerling for these systems. Uh, you can buy females and try to breed them yourself. They're a mouth brooder, and they're a pain in the fucking ass. It's just going to be a lot cheaper and easier for you to just buy like it's going to be the least sustainable part of your whole system is just having to buy its lapia every fucking year. Uh, but you're it's to breed them is a pain in the ass, not even worth it. Uh, but you know, to order them, 
they come in the next day in the freaking mail. I think it's bluetilapia.com is the last place that I ordered them from. And uh, I ordered a fucking huge bag. They're like fucking guppies. Yeah. Yeah. They come in a huge bag that's like inflated with oxygen and a little neat uh, styrofoam container that makes a great little throw on the back of your Kubota or the back of your truck uh, beer container. Um, Or ship other shit to your friend's fucking uh, insulated box. But uh, yeah, they come in this big ass insulated box overnight. Super easy. I hadn't had a single one of them fucking die. The last time I ordered tilapia, I ordered like 100 tilapia. I paid like 28 fucking dollars for the tilapia, like $18 for the damn shipping. And they sent 125 tilapia just to make sure that if any of them died in transport that I had extra. Right. And um, it was super, super easy, super, super fast. They came about the same, about like uh, one 32nd of a Ron Jeremy unit. Right, <laughs> so they came. <laughs> so, so they came. They they came about you know like a quarter of an inch or so, uh, a quarter of an inch to like a third of an inch, half inch, like some of the larger ones, and uh, they all grew at about the same rate, and they were all harvestable that same about the same time. And they, I ended up with with like you know a pound and a half of fillets, two pounds of fillets per per uh, tilapia. And now we're going to get into our aquaponics system. Uh, these are my favorites. My favorites. Aquaponics, I fucking love it because there's like zero goddamn input besides fish food. And even then, you can grow your and fish food. Off the fucking yeah. plants. You can grow them off the fucking plants, too. It's yeah, like you can grow them. Duckweed. Can, yeah. Grow, I grew duckweed. I, got, I went to uh, HEB. Everybody in Texas knows what fucking HEB is. If you don't, you, you're a goddamn communist. So HEB, uh, HEB is this big grocery store that's kind of like has everything, and uh, but they have like super high quality shit. Um, but like if Albertsons actually liked its customers, you know, and had like really like good like Whole stuff. Foods or something. Yeah, kind of like Whole Foods, but more Texan. Everything's Texas brand. Everything's really bigger. Cool. Yeah, in America, and super fresh. So, uh, well, like in the fall, like in the summer, they they would get like those little. 12 foot uh, uh, self molded pools, right? Like the little plastic pools, like the kitty pools. And then come like late August, they just clear them out for like fucking four or five bucks a piece. Like half the time, if you're like willing to take all of them, it'll just let you have them. So uh, I went and I got like fucking 16 of the goddamn things. I was like, I was like, hey, you like five bucks a pop? Yeah. Okay. Well, how much for all of them? You'll take all of them. Yep. We'll just write off. <laughs> yeah. And so I got I got all of them, which turned out to be like five hundred percent more than I needed. Um, I went and I bought uh, now you, I could have gone to the local duck pond and just like scraped like used a net and just gotten some duckweed, but that's not that that duckweed would have probably been fine. But I bought a starter culture of duckweed. They grow so fucking fast, don't matter. Yeah, but I bought a starter culture of duckweed that was like a domesticated version of duckweed that grew super big. It was like it was like a large diameter duckweed, larger duckweed that grew super big, super freaking fast. It was from the University of Texas. I think I paid uh, six bucks for the damn thing with free shipping, and it came in a little like pill bottle like type thing, just completely packed full of plants and like they were kind of wet. And I just took the pill bottle and I just emptied it into the fucking pond. Like a full like you know thing, and uh, that produced so much duckweed 
like because duckweed doubles every what is it uh, 19 hours or 20 hours 48 hours but maybe not no this shit fucking is like every like i started with like like maybe a maybe an ounce and a half of duckweed like and then uh like by by Saturday, uh, the entire top was fucking covered. The plants were starting to push each other out, and uh, I was like, "Damn!" So I just took like a, like literally a handful of this shit, threw it in the next pond, threw it in the next pond, threw it in the next pond. And the only thing I did with those ponds is I took like uh, maybe three scoops of like the off-brand, um, uh, what do you call it, Miracle Grow, like the cheap, excuse me, Walmart brand fucking Miracle Grow. Threw it in each pond, stirred it up just to give it something, you know, in that pond, and then threw that duckweed in there. Bam, motherfucker! Like, uh, so much duckweed that I had, like, I had so much of it just off of a... I, I should have only grown three ponds to feed an entire system. Uh, you could have probably fed a small swimming pool's worth of fucking tilapia off of three ponds. Because um, if you take, like, let's say you harvest half of the pond and you get 22 pounds of freaking duckweed uh in 24 hours you have that's back right like 100 percent back so it's very very exponential in, in growth once it gets above a once it gets above about 50 percent coverage it, it's hard to keep up with but it's really great because the stuff that i was growing was like i think 20 percent fucking dried protein uh it had like all sorts of really really great uh Vitamins, minerals, oils, everything. It was a complete food uh, for the for the the, the tilapia. I just dump it in the tilapia tank. Uh, I would. I had so much of it. I fed it to the pigs. I fed it to the fucking. Goats. I was gonna I say that food is good for everything. The chicken. Oh man, the chicken eggs were just really rich. That ate it. Like I'm gonna grow it again for the new farm because it's one the dumbest, easiest fucking thing you could possibly grow. Um, and two, it's so fast. Like, the only input is a little bit of nitrogen here or there, which you can just get when you exchange the water out, right? You can, If the water level gets low from evaporation or whatever, which is kind of difficult because it has a good plant layer on top of it, just take some of your fish water and dump it in there. It's plenty of nitrogen. The fuck, plants go crazy. And then you just feed it that by the shovelful to your, uh, to your fish. The fish eat it. They poop out shit. Shit goes back to duckweed. Rock and roll. Um, when we did, uh, our, our big aquaponics as I did it in PVC pipes and I would probably do it slightly different this next time is that I had these 12 foot section of, of, uh, I think four inch PVC pipe. And what I did is I ran one single pipe back from the pond, which the pond was a 275 gallon IBC tote. And I ran one pond pump from there all the way to the back across the manifold across the back of like 14 of these 12-foot pipes. And the pipes would all just dump freely back into the uh, into one pipe, which would just dump back into the, the IBC tote. Nice. And it would just run constantly. So it was because I'm not I don't want to figure out fucking timers. Don't bother me with that shit. Don't bother me with any of those shit. I just want I just drilled one quarter inch hole in each one of the fucking pipes, screwed in a fucking nipple. It just sprayed out into that damn pipe and we're done. Right. It was like one of the clog proof. Uh, just like the ones you use for like spraying water in your house, like your garden. It was just a clog proof spray nipple is what it was. 
Uh, and I just had it in there and it just sprayed. It, it, it was just a one-quarter-inch hole that went and hit like a little cone-shaped thing and just kind of spread the, the water out inside the pipe. The water hit the inside of the pipe, uh, become super oxygenated from that, then flow down the middle of the pipe and uh, back into the container. And that did a really, really good job of uh, aerating the, the poo water, um, also aerating the water before it got to the roots of the plants, uh, and uh, keeping everything really, really moist and wet inside of there. And I would just drill every about 18 inches. Well, I guess that would be like what 1.8 uh, Ron Jeremy units across the top of uh, <laughs> across the top of the pot, and then just drop in one inch uh, squares of um, rock wool. I didn't even use fucking net pots. I just dropped in one inch squares of rock wool and uh, planted my fucking seeds right inside the top of that, and it worked out great, man. Like. Um, I had no problems with it at all. And we ended up getting quite a bit. Now I did when I what I fucked up on is that I went I got away from tilapia because it started getting cooler. And tilapia do not do well below what is it like fifty-seven degrees? Yeah. Something like that, like water temperature. They start going to shit. So instead of uh that, I was like, you know what? Let's put a fucking load of channel cats in there. Like catfish. Oh, like for the winter. Like I have to do a yeah, run of catfish. That's dirty Not only was it it was dirty, the plants did not mind it, but the little bastards, um, they were the the tilapia were so easy to harvest. I mean, it was I just scooped them out, right? But the catfish, their spines got tangled up in the nets, they ended up spining us. Like, if we were gonna do catfish again, I would just take wire cutters and clip their fucking fins before we even put them in the damn system. Does that make sense? You know, just yeah. Before we even put them in the fucking system, and then drop in like an amoxicillin fucking pill or some shit, just to keep them from getting a goddamn infection while their fins heal. But that way, they don't have they don't grow that big ass fucking spine because that was a mess. Um, I did one time tilapia in a. I would look at Craigslist and I'd find those above ground pools for cheap. Right. You know, like just just come pick it up. You can have it. Yeah, yeah, like a Craigslist. Somebody buy like a, a 10 or 12 foot fucking above ground pool and they don't want it anymore because they don't want to put it away for the fucking winter. They're like, come pick it up, you can have it. Fuck yeah. And you can usually get them to give a, throw in the pump and everything for fucking free, right? Right. Great. Fantastic. Take the sand out of that damn pump and fill it with Hydrotron or something else so it gives like some nitrifying bacteria a place to live. But you don't need a if you're gonna try it's to anti for the aquarium, it's a fucking bio yeah. fucking it's a bioreactor. Exactly. Bioreactors all you want. Um but yeah, so I had the tilapia do great in those setups. Absolutely fantastic. You could run a commercial operation off of off of a 10-foot fucking pool. Great. Tilapia are not that retarded, they're not gonna jump the fuck out. Uh catfish are not that retarded. They're not gonna jump the fuck out. But what catfish will do is argue, fight, bitch, chase each other. And poke fucking holes in the side of that goddamn thing with their fins. Ah, fucking bad. I hate catfish. Yeah, mm, fucking something. They sure taste good though. Yeah, I don't like it. So if you like your cat, your catfish will like they'll swim. You know they swim in a circle inside there in the bottom. But they'll they'll once they get to a certain size or you miss a feeding or they just decide that Steve over there looks really fucking tasty and want to chew on him, and so they start chasing each other to fuck around in that thing and like throwing a fit. And then, like, squirm and hit the side, 
they'll make little pinprick fucking holes. So, like, you'll go out there, like, they're eight, nine, ten weeks old at this point. You go the fuck out there. So, you know, they're like pound a piece or so. And now you've got, like, hundreds of little pinprick fucking holes. Each one's shooting out tiny, like, atom-sized stream of water under the fucking grass. And you're like, you sons of bitches. But, uh, yeah, catfish, not not cool. Tilapia, 100% recommend. If you're going to do catfish, I would probably use a rubber liner, and I'd put it inside the pool. Does that make sense? Like yep, one yep. of those the rubber so, pond liners? Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people up north will use, uh, like, a walleye instead for the cold. But oh, fuck, I didn't think about that. God, I wish I could do trout here. Oh, trout do so well in aquaponics. But it's too fucking hot here, man. You guys could do fucking trout. You guys oh, yeah. up there, and, yeah, oh, yeah, I do. I, oh. I, I've had ponds and tons of trout in that motherfucker. The one fucking bad. thing, one fucking thing, I'm jealous of you fuckers. <laughs> being able to do, uh, be able to do your, uh, your, your trout and do it uh, in aquaponics, and also just trout fishing in general. We don't, we only got two places here in where I'm at, the Guadalupe River. Uh, is a naturally cold, cold, cold river that comes from real deep. It's got trout in it year round, but uh, that's the only fucking place besides one other private place to go fucking fish for trout. Is being able to do your trout? I would do if I was if I was you guys up there north. I'd be doing big fucking above ground pools full of motherfucking trout, and I would do three or four of the goddamn things, and I would sell that shit at a premium. Right before you're going to sell your damn trout, feed them a flaxseed uh, infused meal. And that's going to give them that real dark red color. Ooh, real dark orange. Fancy. Color. Yeah. So they don't look like farm raised trout. The white, right. they'll, look like, they'll look orangish red. Yeah. That's uh, aquaponics, everybody. Aquaponics is just uh, growing fucking plants with fish poop. It's really, really simple. It has the same shit as all the other probably the other it's three hobbies all put together. Yeah, it's uh, I have a uh, random aquaponic shit going in my front room. I have pothos plants and all sorts of shit growing out of my shrimp tank just to absorb extra nitrogen. Nice. Uh, yeah, so like they're huge. They grow all the way across the window and shit like that. The 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 shrimp eat whatever grows on the freaking roots. They're happy as hell. Like everybody's in your happy. shrimp tank. Are you using the the big um the big walls of fucking foam? No, not at all. I use uh like dragonstone and a bunch of like some. I have a couple of pieces of like dried out coral that I found. Like because you know we live right we we live not very far from the ocean, so we go down there and drive down the beach and I found a chunk of fucking coral about the size of my head, and then I just split it and then put it in there and um. They get all their calcium and it grows really great algae, and so they uh, they eat all that shit all the time. Um, but I haven't had any calcium or mineral issues since I put a chunk of freaking uh, calcium, like the the actual dead coral in there. Well, let me ask you this: Can yeah. you say someone had their scuba equipment? They're a rescue diver. They live by you. Can you go in that ocean by you and get shit to have an awesome reef tank? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can. If you're going to be close, uh, you'll get a lot of weird little gobies. You'll get a lot of really cool... Uh, gobies are awesome. Like, yeah. Like little fucking a of, sentinels. A whole fuckload of weird little gobies. A bunch of really cool crustaceans. Um, 
yeah, like there's there's a lot of really cool stuff around here. Uh, if you wanted to go down to Big Shell, like down the coast, uh, that you could go off the coast and then it's it's you could just take the kayak out and be at a yeah. uh, be at a world class reef, like just not very far off the off the coast. Um, it'd be like the, the Texas Gardens. The Gardens is what they call it. It's really beautiful. Uh, it's a world-class reef that's equal to what you'd find in Australia. It's just absolutely beautiful. Old-growth reef. Really, really pretty. Okay. Uh, that one's really protected, so you're not going to be able to go over there and just grab random fish. But uh, we find all sorts of crazy, beautiful shit, like uh, just throwing the cast net. Um, so, yeah. You find you all kinds of weird shit here, you know, like syringes, yeah. condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, we find uh, we find a lot Crack of really cool stuff. Uh, there's a lot of really cool, like super colorful, small little cra- like little uh, crabs and different types of snails. Um, like all the different types of snails, is one that uses like wind. It puts up this little like foot, like a sail, and it's like across the the, the the wet sand. It just uses it like a little sail, and and it hunts other snails. So it's it's a murdery snail. Nice. But, uh, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, you could go on if you wanted to. You could get also. You could you could do a really neat Texas coast uh, uh, aquarium. It's just it's beautiful. Awesome. There's a lot of really pretty stuff. Uh, there, as far as I know, there's no saltwater aquaponics. Um, no, it can't be. The salt kills everything in your roots, and yeah, yeah be, it mean, would new, it would be nutrient binding unless you met went brackish maybe, and you would have to have a buffer system. Like a, a sump that's basically made to buffer out. Like I wonder if brackish. you could do like a brackish uh, coconut. That would yeah. it would have to be coconut or um, what's the other plant? The uh, the one that's always on a on. Oh, what is it? The one that's always along where the crocodiles and shit are. Um, uh, death the, death plant with, with the wheat with the um the big net root systems that are in the fucking water mangroves mangroves that's what they yeah that was gonna annoy the fuck out of me <laughs> yeah mangroves will have a salt filtering system built into their uh, roots they use osmotic pressure to to filter the salt out so you'll actually see them if you look closely uh, if you have them in a still water environment you'll see a layer of hypersaline uh, liquid right along the side of the roots if you shine a flashlight on them. Like if you have them like an aquarium and you don't have any water movement at all, and you shine the light in there, you'll see like a little wavy line that's, that sits like a 16 inch off the roots, and that's a that's that's hyper saline, like super salty water because they're using uh, their osmotic pressure to to filter out the salt, and they're just discarding the salt back into the water. It's pretty neat. That's fucking awesome. Uh, that's really fucking awesome. Science, bitches. But, uh, science. Yeah. If you were going to... Uh, me with science. So uh, <laughs> let me describe my personal hydroponic system. And that was what, what I first sent all those damn pictures to the chat with. And how I do my personal hydroponic system. I didn't mean to like totally like hijack the shit out of this fucking chat. I feel like I've Dude, been I, I, This no, is no, probably no. the most excited you've been in any of the fucking shows since Ziri. You're fucking yeah. AI Louver. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a really fun. good chat so far. I've enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. So how I do mine is I took uh, a little bit of stuff that I learned from MHP Gardener. Um, 
I took the like his Dutch bucket system. I took a little bit of deep water culture. I took the the standard tomato growing uh, recirculating system, uh, and I kind of combined them all. So what I do is right at the like the are, the are you faffling? Well, well, I did. I faffled the fuck out of this thing <laughs> and came up with it. So right at the, the the pee, like at Home Depot on the bucket, I drilled out the fucking center of the pee. So we're a little bit over halfway up the side of the bucket. But I put my grommet and I put a half inch uh, PVC to the side of the bucket. And then I just put a, um, I used to not have anything on the end of it. But then I found that the roots of the fucking tomato plants would grow down the damn pipe and clog it up. So what I ended up doing then was just taking a 90 degree and putting it on it and facing it down so that the, the roots would have to grow all the way down, then back up, right? And roots don't grow up. So uh, they would, they didn't, it, it ended all of my clogging issues. Um, so I uh, I take that, put it there, then I have this, they come out about six inches, put another 90 on it, have it go straight down from the bucket into a, piece of four or i guess it was a three inch pvc that uh then was just at a very that had just a piece of strap on one side hold with the with the uh, cap on it just holding it up to where and then a piece of strap on the other side that, that kept it just maybe like a three or four inch difference between the 10 feet of one side to the other right so just a little bit of a slant and then a 90 going right back into a 27 gallon the black yellow top tote right that I just roughly cut a hole in the fucking top. So I'd fill that totes up and then I would put, I plumbed it with a piece of half. I've got a uh, sheep on pump. I think I bought it at uh, uh, Harbor Freight. Uh, it was just rated for like, I think 270 or 220 gallons a fucking hour and one foot head lift. But at like the maybe five feet I was taking it, it was only like a hundred gallons an hour or some shit and so uh i took a half inch piece of pvc uh like the flexible pvc like tubing right and i bought it at, at home depot as well it was used for like i think rv water supply or there's no pressure tubing right and so i just slipped it over the top of that ran it up put it into a nipple on the back side of a half inch piece of pvc Ran the top of the P that that piece of PVC across the top of the buckets, then drilled one eighth inch holes, two per bucket, so that they would spray down into the bucket, aimed them into the bucket, the top of the bucket. And then I had gone and I had won an auction for a whole bunch of uh hydroponic supplies, and it was stupid fucking cheap. Like nobody bid on it. I don't know why. But uh so I paid like twenty-five fucking dollars. For like 108 of these five gallon bucket like toppers, right? That have like a four inch or like a four and a half inch net cup in them. And then a whole bunch of random pieces and parts and supplies and a couple bags of hydrotron. So I took, I would take that and then so we're spraying down into the net bucket. The idea behind this is once the net bucket got full of water, so to fill the system, I initially filled all of the buckets with, with a garden hose until the buckets got to the point where they started overflowing. And once they were done, I filled up, I put my nutrient solution mix, which I started off using master blend, and then I put in a little bit of Epsom salt and some calcium into that that tote bucket, 
that the big tote down at the bottom. The reason is is because there was not enough fluid or water volume in that 27-gallon tote to fill up all 10 of the buckets that I was using. Because each bucket had like maybe a two-gallon reservoir that does not get exchanged. Well, it gets exchanged, but it doesn't ever leave the bucket. Yeah, it doesn't ever leave the bucket. The purpose of having that dead space of like that two inch, that the two gallons of water in the bottom is that we get sometimes power outages from storms, shit like that. And if you my plan, yeah, I never lose everything because the roots are growing down into that water and using it kind of like a cracky system or anything else. But the water is also being, um, the water is also washing over the roots constantly and aerating that fluid that's in the bottom of that, that two gallons that's in the bottom, and also exchanging it out constantly. So we don't end up with any nutrient concentration inside of the bottom of that five-gallon bucket as well. And this system worked really, really well for me. I did not start my plants from seeds. I cheated like a motherfucker. I went to goddamn, I think, Home Depot. I bought tomatoes and pepper plants that were just there on sale. Um, And I took them home, and I just took them out of the little container Dropped them, the whole fucking thing in a five-gallon bucket of water. They took the sprayer and just sprayed in the five-gallon bucket of water like crazy until all the freaking dirt came off the roots. Rinsed them a bunch of times. And if you can see in um, the pictures there, you see that perfect little square ball of roots. That's what that was. It was just me rinsing all the freaking dirt off of them in a five-gallon bucket. And then uh, I took that, dropped the plant in, put hydrotron around it, and that was done. And that's, that's how I just transplanted from dirt into my system. And that was it, man. That was 100% it. The plants, uh, it took them maybe 24 hours to adapt. They were like, holy shit, we're wet all the time and we have nutrients? Yes. You know, happiness is sunshine. We've got oxygen and everything else. And those plants made me so, those 10 buckets, so much fucking food. Those jalapenos, I had, and they were just, I think it was a, the brand was Tam Jalapeno, the Texas A&M uh, Jalapeno that you find everywhere. It's like the most common fucking variety of jalapeno now. Uh, those were Tam Tam Jalapenos. that They were just cheap, $1.47 a fucking piece at Home Depot. And then I had some Roma tomatoes, some beef steak, stuff like that. My tomato pit, I'll have to find a picture. My tomato plants, they I made the mistake of using indeterminate Roma tomato plants. I will never do that again. <laughs> my my tomato plants got so long that even the little I put twelve foot posts in the ground and then ran rope between them to make like a lattice for everything to grow up. Within two weeks, they were way up over the top of that, and then I ended up waiting until they were had grown up over the top onto the ground and then halfway to the fucking house, and then I just took like a piece of uh, like shoelace type material and a sock full of fucking sand and took the tomato and threw the sock full of sand on the fucking roof. And so the goddamn tomatoes were just literally growing up on the roof of the house. And the sock full of sand just acted like a, like, like an anchor up there to keep them from blowing off. And uh, to harvest tomatoes, like, you know, it got me over there, like throwing up my, uh, my ladder up against the fucking side of the roof, and you know, just, just harvested fucking tomatoes up my damn roof. Uh, it, uh, that worked. Would I do it again? No. I would use determinate variety tomatoes in the future, indeterminate variety in a, a hydroponics or an aquaponics system 
is a fucking nightmare, and you don't want to do that. Um, it's just not worth it. Uh, the, they grow so fast, and everybody's like, oh, well, indeterminate. They constantly make fruit all season long. Okay, yeah, that's great. That's fine. But now you have 14 or 15 feet of fucking plant that doesn't doesn't flower anymore because it's only flowering off the new fucking growth and the new growth is 36 fucking feet up on your roof. Right. Yep. So yeah, you're going to low crawl shit. up there. Yeah. So uh, just use your determinant variety. They grow so fast in a hydroponic system that uh, it, if your determinant comes up, grows up, gets six, eight feet tall, shits out a fucking shitload of freaking uh, like flowers makes just one big push of fruit, makes a ton of fruit, yank that bitch out and throw something else in there. You could, uh, even in a moderate climate, you you can cycle through two or three sets of plants in a hydroponic system because it grows so, so fast. At least three times faster than they do in the ground. But, yeah, we got, God, peppers, so many. This is the only way to grow peppers, I believe, from now on. Uh, especially like unless you're trying to grow super hots to break a record, but Can if you just want to, cantaloupes oh, love hydroponics too. I have not done cantaloupes. I did a squash, and uh, the problem was I did I should have like bolted the bucket down, right? Because the squash mm-hmm. got so fucking big that it ended up like just tipping the whole thing over. Um, the bucket needs to be like strapped down or something if yeah. you're gonna do bucket hydroponics. Because they put on so much weight. Yeah, I, roots... I built a I built a big trellis for my cantaloupe, and then I hung them up with uh, what do you call them? Things that women wear, uh, pantyhose. Nylons. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, that's fucking cool. Talk to us about that system. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I just built a wire trellis for my cantaloupes to ride up on, right next to my NFT system, my outdoor one. And then as yeah. the cantaloupes grew, I just set them inside of a piece of pantyhose and tied it to the trellis, and then they just grew right inside the pantyhose. It gave them all the support they needed. Cucumbers work awesome vertically in them too. You can Damn. pick them like apples. There's no yellow side to them. I've never heard of that. Oh, that's crazy. That's fucking cool. I love God it. Damn it. I love it when I learn something new. Damn it! Now I want to. Now I'm, now I'm sitting here thinking it'd be really cool to get like you know a piece of cattle paddle and like bend it in yeah. a U shape and then just on exactly. either side of it do like you know hydroponic cucumbers on either side of it and just let up. Just have like the kid could play in it. She would yeah. there'd be a shady area and then just pick fucking just reach in there and just get all the cucumbers, not having to get fucking bit by snakes and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. and they're they're beautiful cucumbers because they hang vertical. What's your favorite cucumber? I like a straight eight, but I haven't met a cucumber I don't like yet, honestly. Yeah, I've I'm, not a, a, I'm not a really big cucumber guy. I like them, I, but I've done a I've done the, uh, the straight eights and a whole bunch of different types. And then the Amish pickling, um, the ones that I like, it's the most cucumbery cucumber in the entire fucking world. Uh, and I don't, I haven't been able to find the seeds again this, uh, this year, but I think it was called uh, Matiki painted serpent melon. Um, yeah. I've never and, heard of that one. Well, it's like, it's like an Armenian style cucumber. Have you seen those guys? They're real long, like, Melon type cucumbers? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's striped like gray and uh, green and like tan, and they get fucking massive. Like uh, 
stupid, 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 stupid huge. Um, I have not found any. I grew a bunch of them, and I've got some seeds left over. But uh, I have not found any for a very long time. Um, and which is kind of sad because they were the most cucumbery tasting fucking cucumber. I don't know if cucumbery tasting cucumber. You mean water? You mean water? No, they were super intense. I have to see if on my uh, on my private Instagram here for my farm if I if I have them on there. Let's see. Uh, I know I do. I'll throw a picture up here in just half a second. But uh, they oh man, I can't find them anymore. They got them from Rare Seeds of the Baker's Creek, and they would go from being this little tiny cute cucumber to being like you know 36 inches long in like 48 hours uh and they were just so cucumbery i don't know if that like cucumbery makes sense but they just tasted like very fucking fresh clean i guess i don't know i just it's always just like all like a water with a pop to it i guess i don't know well, you're eating shit cucumbers then. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. I've never I, I don't grow them, so yeah. You guys got I'll me like, on that one. The bane of my existence up north is freaking watermelons, though. Oh, they're so hard to grow up here. Really? really? Not here. Not here. Our season is so short here. Your season ain't much shorter than mine, buddy. They're fucking I'm, fine I, here. I'm zone three. What are you? Zone three. Oh, really? Yep. Have you tried? Have you? There's a bunch of other stuff know. to grow I don't know besides watermelons. I mean, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of really neat melons to grow besides melons. I mean, I can get watermelons, but like the best one I've ever gotten was like just a little bit bigger than a softball. They're yeah, they're definitely not big around here. They're definitely not big fucking watermelons. Hold on, they gotta do a, a screenshot of this shit and then fucking get rid of I, all my identifiers. I guess I, need, I just need to start them ah. indoors more. We we have to do that with most shit if we want to get decent size. Yeah, I mean, so. watermelon is going to have to be like like celery where you plant it a year in advance, damn near. <laughs> there's a <coughs> there's some of those bastards. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. And then here's a here's how I make pickles out of them. Is I would take them and shred them and put them in an entire fucking tote. Okay. But they were like, the, yeah, they're like the most the pickly. Is that? I told you exactly what it is. I know <laughs> what it is. I've been saying it. That doesn't look like a cucumber to me at all. It's a fucking melon. It's like it, it's a cucumber melon. Isn't that what I just fucking said? But I don't know what you just. <laughs> it was my all my awestruck. What the fuck is that? That confused you or like yes. holy fuck? That's it. Yeah, it's like holy packing a big one that? there. That's a Ron Jeremy if ever I saw one. Yeah, it's <laughs> several Ron Jeremy's of size. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, what the flowers look like. Um, and it's just going to blow your fucking mind. The flowers don't look like anything you've seen before. I'm and a, the flowers, I'm... you can smell yeah. the damn flowers from, from uh, like several feet away. Dude, that is fucking awesome. What the fuck? I want some of these. I'll these are the ones you can't seeds. find. I really well, want to grow uh, tobacco this year too. 
I I can I, I have seeds left over, but I can't find any new ones. Does that ah, make sense? Because I like, they, I like to, they, you have seeds, are, so you need to, you need to bring on your cloning. Yeah, they're an heirloom. Yeah, oh. they're an heirloom. But but you know how like uh, Baker's Creek doesn't do the same. Um, oh man, here's like an entire. This is cool. Uh, but you know how uh, Baker's Creek doesn't do like all of the same shit every fucking year, right? right? Like they don't they don't sell the same seeds year to year. They have different so kids just, every year too. That would be yeah, cool. We're out of rotation for the Batiki Pain and Serpent Melon. Is all it is. Look at this. Here's a bathtub full of fucking jalapenos. But, Holy uh, jeez. Holy <laughs> Holy crack, baby Jesus. Yeah. That was that was good times, man. Five pound, two ounce, baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we had man, I had so much fun back in the day. Uh, yep, man, we grew we grew so much shit. And this this year, uh, this next year, this year is going to be pretty much just rebuilding uh, the farm, right? Um, right. And then uh, next year is going to be really getting after it. Um, and we're going to do a lot of hydroponics, a lot of aquaponics. Um, you mean a lot of fun. You said a lot of fun. That's what I heard. It's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be able to we'll be able to, to make more than enough to share and uh, send to everybody who nice. wants some. Um, but yeah, especially like the the seasonings that we make and and everything else definitely be able to send a lot to everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be very intense, but a lot, a lot of fun. Well, sometimes the best things are intense and fun at the same time. We'll be able to we'll be able to uh, to like okay if you were going to grow a watermelon um, up north, there's quite a few. Have you tried Moon and Stars? Yeah, I. I've... I've thought about them or the uh, sugar babies or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you need to grow a smaller watermelon. Yeah, and you so, know me. I, I want to grow like the yellow watermelon or something like that, just just because it's fucking cool as fuck. Yeah, you need to grow like a, a smaller, a smaller type watermelon. Yeah, like a black watermelon or you know like that. Or you know what you, you might be able to get away with is uh, one of my favorite melons in the entire world is a Kajari melon. Um, you you'd be able to get away with those guys. Uh, yeah. but you're gonna have you're well. Gonna have I, to... Starting this year, I'm gonna have access to a four seasons greenhouse, so I should be able to get at least one watermelon this year if if they give me a. Little space. <laughs> yeah, watermelons not... in a greenhouse uh, they take up they get so leggy they take up so much space. Yeah, I I, I have to fight for space in this greenhouse because it's a it's a a public one. Oh but, shit. We need to establish dominancy. Make right. poop piles. Poop piles sit on there and stare at them when they walk in. Yeah. Make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Establish love dominance. That. They but love it that. Is so nice. One of those state of the art brand new ones. They just built it. I mean, they're still wiring up all the heaters and oh, uh, water systems and everything. <sighs> it's unacceptable awesome. to stab people now. So basically, you eye stab them. So, uh, if you were to design, let's say, from the just absolute ground up, your most perfect system, uh, describe it to me. 
for hydroponics? Yeah. Good Lord. That's yeah. like asking me which one of my children is my favorite. You know, you know what it is. You know what you uh, I love them all. I grow them all. I, I, I want them all at once. Well, while you're thinking about this, I got to grab another beer. Let me think about that. I mean, seriously, though, I, I truly love all the methods. If I, if um, I, if I had the option, honestly, it would be a mixture of mycology and aquaponics. I would not just do hydroponics. And, right. Yeah. You know, oh, I would yeah. have aquaponics. If, if, if we have, we have enough knowledge. Here. We have enough knowledge to do a hybrid to mix all our hobbies together into one fucking greenhouse. Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely an aquaponics system. If I have, you know, unlimited heat, I'm not worried about winter. That'd be awesome. I keep that, your dog from opening doors and shit. Well, where I live, it's frozen. You know. 13 months out of the year so yeah but if you have that in the basement even where we live the fucking mass of the water will keep it a certain oh yeah in the basement of the house yeah you're unlimited except for space right but the water alone will keep heat the rest of the building up as the heat goes you get it had it going all the way around there who knows i wonder if there's a way to do aquaponics in the basement and use that as heating for the flooring going through (laughs) Well, I'm sure you could. Uh, and like a swamp air conditioner, I, I, but the other way. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how much heat the actual aquaponics would emit, though. Well, no, uh, you're not, I'm not. It's not that much, but you're keeping it at a certain temperature, and it's run, and you're circulating it. I think that you'd probably be best to run your piping through a compost pile first. There you now go. That would, that would warm it. See? Yeah. That would that would warm it, but as far as like. Using the the water is going to be cooled by the 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 thermal mass of the building, not warm it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is great shit. This but yeah, sky's the limit. Yes, aquaponic system would be my number one. Um, if I'm growing uh, leafy greens, I would like deep water culture for them, just because it's easy and fast. Yeah, or very little beef. babysitting. Yeah, um, tomatoes, Dutch buckets for sure. Uh, yeah, it all depends on what I'm growing, really. Uh, most of my stuff outdoors that I grow here are either uh, vertical towers or NFT with uh, PVC pipes. The only thing I think we're going to at the new farm, the only thing I think we're going to do in the ground is going to be uh, like root vegetables, your, your potatoes, stuff like that. Oh, um, I want raised beds with self-wicking reservoirs underneath using drain tile piping. Well, you've seen what we're going to do. Right, mm-hmm. you know that that big enclosed garden area. That's just so that the the wife and the kid can go out there and play around and not get chewed on by anything. Except that now the wife's decided she's like, oh, I really like that idea. Why don't we expand it and make it twice as big? Nice. So now sixty by fucking sixty, and then we're gonna take one portion of it and have like an outdoor seating area with a fireplace and everything. So yeah, yeah, you could just go in there and there's no animals. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, sure, I'll build you a cage, an outdoor cage. <laughs> it's, it's a wife cage. <laughs> but, it's a she shed. Never mind. The, the wife quarters. Yeah, it's the wife quarters. But no, it, it, I like it because it keeps it, it'll. I don't have to worry about you know. I'll put a quarter inch uh, you know hell screen around the bottom, like three feet up, and it'll keep uh, you know tiniest from getting snakes, stuff like that. 
Uh, she can go out there and just maul her Gordon and play, and you know, my mother, my mother used to throw mothballs all over the yard all the time. Said it kept snakes away. It does, but it also is like not super good for everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's not super good for your bees and shit too. Um, and we're big bee people. Like uh, my wife is just fucking foaming at the mouth, wanting to get uh, bees again. I keep telling her, like, don't buy your bee suit yet. Leave it alone. No, wait. You know, like, because we just, you know, we, we closed on the land. Uh, officially, you got all the rest of the closing paperwork, everything, you know, paid all the, the closing money and everything on the land uh, today. So, uh, like, we got our official paperwork. Like, that's ours. And uh, um, so regardless of what happens, we have the land. Uh, uh and she's like, well, we can go put out some stuff right now. I was like, not yet. Wait, wait. Yeah, you need to get wait. the land worked. Yeah, there's a lot that has to happen right in the very near future. She's fixing to get a, a big uh, a work bonus, and we're going to use a work bonus to pay off uh, my truck, and then we're going to turn around and my buy tractor. a tractor. Ah, yeah. I knew it. Because the... The, uh, I, still, I still think you'd be money ahead if you hired a guy to come use one of those forestry mulchers on it for you for like a uh, day. Yeah, but okay, I need you to shut up about that uh, because <laughs> uh, that, that doesn't that doesn't involve me buying a tractor. Okay. So <laughs> you're, uh, you're, missing, you're missing the whole point, Trim. You're going to need the tractor still, but that forestry mulcher would get you so much closer to moving in so much faster. That's not our problem. Is that they're going to use the forestry mulcher and stuff like that to put down the the house and do oh, the road? Okay. Like part of buying the house and everything like that includes the road, the septic, the water, the fucking everything, right? And then a parking area and the house and the concrete pad, the whole nine yards. So we don't have to do anything else. It's just me clearing the rest of the property and me with a TYM twenty five fifteen fucking tractor with the Yamar engine. And wood chipper and as long as trim and the, yeah, so don't be fucking telling her, oh, just hire somebody. Fuck that shit. You'd be trim, done in a I'm, day. I already picked out my motherfucking tractor. I'm gonna get this son of a bitch. I sold her on the ideas that like, hey, all these other damn people are gonna be moving like out of here because it's kind of like a rural development. They're trying to make it a whole bunch of little farmsteads, right? Hobby farm. Yep. Yeah, they're trying to make it a hobby hobby farm development. And I'm like, a lot of these people. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have tractors. They're not gonna be able to afford tractors. But you know what? We'll have fucking tractor. We can go and do their garden. Excuse me, their garden beds for them, or fix their road for them with the box blade, or you know, uh, just you know, all these different little fucking things, little jobs, odd jobs will pay for the damn tractor. Right now, like I don't mean to go on a tractor fucking rant, but right now the tractor prices are stupid. Like, uh. God, so awesome. I get this badass little fucking, like, a little subcompact tractor. Uh, they run, it's a, was it a 32 horsepower little fucking tractor that I can pull with my damn truck with the fucking trailer and everything for less than $30,000. That includes, like, the postal digger, the box blade, a fucking six foot tiller, um, a six foot mower. mower. Yeah, six foot fucking, well, the mower, it's not a finished mower, it's a brush hog. You know, like the the, yep. the loader on the fucking front, the whole nine yards. And if I want to add eighteen hundred dollars, they'll put a fucking backhoe on the back of the damn thing for me. So oh, yeah. uh, I'm like fucking done. 
And you know what? My payment every fucking month of that thing is two hundred and seventy nine fucking dollars on the package. <laughs> two hundred. I like my truck payment is way more than that. Well, you're, you're gonna need to build a barn for that tractor right away. You know, not a problem. That's that's part of the house. <laughs> we're getting a we're getting a forty by forty uh, insulated barn put up. That uh, is going to be uh, well, basically my man cave. That's what is that is that where the hood's going? Is that where the hood's going? I have my own room inside the house. That is my, just remember what my I told house. you. Whatever size barn or garage you think you need, double it. That's what you really need. Yeah, but uh, this is what we can currently afford. <laughs> if I need more space later, I can buy a couple of uh, uh, sea containers because sea containers here are really cheap. I don't know what they are up there. They're ridiculous. Sea, yeah, sea containers here are like two grand for the 40 foot 8 foot tall guys delivered like uh like Wait, how much $2000 it's like 5000 here 5 grand minimum and that might not yeah. even be delivered no right. that's the, that includes delivery and setup wherever you fucking want it uh it's $2000 yeah ours are, uh, ours, are, ours are stupid i looked into getting a couple and i was like yeah you, i don't need them yeah. that bad well i live close to the ocean and that's called a sea container it's so yeah Port of Galveston, right? Yeah, no, the Port of Houston, yeah, of course, oh, okay. yeah. But uh, um, so yeah, like sea containers here are really, really cheap. They're the really nice ones, um, usually single use ones. You know where they only use them once, right. um, and uh, yeah, they're really cheap. They're like you know two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars, depending on which size you want and how big you want it. And but like the forty footers are like about two grand set up, delivered and set up. So if we wanted to do another one, another shed or a bigger one, I would just pop two of them down next to each other. And, and then, then put the, the hood over top, both of them? Yeah, they just yeah. build over the top of them from there. And that would be like the tractor, the boat storage, shit like that would be that. Would be that uh, and that's a that pretty thing. fucking secure tool room right there. Oh, yeah. You put all your, I'll, I'll just put all of my, my work and regular tools inside of that thing. Uh, uh, all my farm implements and shit like that that I could carry or move would be going there too. But uh, like so you know, what you're like, telling me is I need two, four, six of them to make a three sided, too high. Weld them all together. No, you want to be able to. You want to be able to drive through. You only want it on. You want two on each side. You want. The He's trying to make a house. He's making a house. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I want a he shed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you guys could totally like you know. Buy three of them, spend six grand, weld them together, put two next to each other, and one across the fucking top, and then uh, you can know, I can I borrow your backhoe? I want to bury mine. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, but uh, yeah. then you could then you could have your fucking house out there on the fucking land for you know six grand. You see me pop up like that little kid and. Uh... What the fuck was that movie there with uh, uh fuck Mel Gibson there? Oh. <laughs> er, the Road Warrior. The kid in the Road, Road Warrior. Warrior. All right, all right. The other kid's like, Psha! like a little gerbil out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like uh, it's pretty cool, man. Like it's uh, it's pretty neat. They're pretty cheap, so they're easy to work with around here. But he's got a couple of them, so I'll probably get some of those for like a tool shed, that kind of thing, and set that up. My wife wants one to do all of she wants me to build her a big giant uh uh 
microgreens out of one of those sea containers. Awesome. So that would be awesome. Yeah. So, so what we're going to do, do is, setup? yeah, what we're going to do is, what, what, let me describe the plan to you guys. I can throw a picture up. Do you think a picture would be helpful? Let me, let me throw a picture up so you guys can see what I'm kind of fucking. What, what All I'm right. Kind of fucking talking. Well, they actually had those uh, things on YouTube as well, where they actually take the shipping containers, and then the whole bottom is like the uh, the pumps and everything else, and then they had the trays going up in shelves, and they call it vertical growing now, don't they? Isn't it vertical growing tech? There are yeah. Some, yeah. So here's a here's a picture of what I'm going to be uh, loosely. Uh, this is kind of loosely based on what I'm what I'm growing my wife doing my wife's thing is. So uh, what it'll has what it'll have is she'll have her sea container there, and then it'll have her little processing area in the front, and then what I'll have is a set of shelves that that are just rolling shelves that'll have her um, uh, hydroponics on. But I'm gonna put those little. Have you seen uh, at Harbor Freight those little water quick connect couplings? Like uh, yeah, they're like oh, an yeah. air, air coupling. They look like air chucks. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna use those. Uh, I'm gonna use those concrete uh, mixing tubs. So like you know they're like 36 inches long by like fucking six or eight inches tall. I'm gonna use those as her grow beds, and I'm gonna put on them the little, the little one little quick connect in the front and one little quick connect in the back. And so when she rolls her. When she rolls her stuff out, she just has to unquick connect the top one and unquick connect the bottom one. So the, the top water water goes in, bottom one the water goes out. So uh, other than that, it'll look like a U comes off the front part of the. Uh, so the water goes in the back side of the top uh, shelving unit, and then the water goes through the fucking first mat down to the second mat through the third, blah, 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 down to the fifth one. And then she'll have to decouple the bottom one and uh, decouple the top one. Then she can roll that entire shelving unit across her nice little cheapest fuck linoleum floors that I'm going to buy just like the absolute shittiest, ugliest, fucking cheapest linoleum I can get and put it in the bottom over to her processing area where she'll have uh, like, you know, her sink. And then she won't have a fucking TV. She doesn't even got a goddamn TV in there. But uh She'll have her little sink and everything where she can take. She can dump everything out, cut it across the top, roll up her seed mats, and uh, then dispose of them, feed them to the fucking cows, the goats, whatever, pigs, uh, chickens. And then she can rinse off her greens and then the packaging area right behind her. But the entire thing will just have LED strip lights across it. LED strip lights are fucking everywhere, just tons of them. Solar panels across the top of it to just provide the power for the LED lights. And... Um, then uh, her little packaging area for doing all of her microgreens, and she'll just selling commercial microgreens. Uh, she should, you know, we visited a we, we visited a place that had a setup quite similar to this, and they were producing like you know two thousand pounds of microgreens a month. Uh, damn. Yeah, and I was like, damn. Okay, so I, uh, you know, I kind of covertly took notes and uh, pictures, and then. Uh, this one was a uh, design that I liked. It was made by a grow box company, but I liked their design better than the guy's design. So I kind of took it. I just saved it as a screenshot. And, uh, I'll build it very similar to this. I think it'll probably cost me about, you know, $2,500 for the seed container and the, 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 the gravel pad I want to put it on. 
Um, I'll just trench over a water line, you know, some where's bow or some of that flexible water line. So no big deal. It's a cold water line. Um, the stainless steel stuff. I'll, there's a lot of restaurant depot and a lot of restaurant like uh, uh, resale places here in San Antonio area. So not a big deal. Uh, and, uh, you know, between San Antonio, Houston and Austin, we should be able to find all the the stainless steel shit we need, right? Uh, because there's it's, there's a three huge major metropolitan areas, so we should be able to find all that crap. And then a little mini split to keep everything nice and cool. Oh yeah, those we're fucking work. Those work perfect for fucking yeah. See, yeah, and the bitch yeah. is done. I'll just insulate the inside of it, and I'll just put uh, that that uh, that foam board. Like you can buy it, uh, well, at Home Depot or anywhere else like that. It, it, it's the same stuff that I've built uh, my uh, Earl flow, hood, flow out of. hood out of. Yeah, but I'll buy the one that has the aluminum backing on it. So I'll put the aluminum side, the shiny side, towards the inside so it reflects all light. Nice. But uh, that that's the idea right there of her microgreens. Uh, and then it'll it'll just be. Uh, you know, it'll be just like a nutrient film technique type microgreens, just constantly flowing water. It'll go back to a, I'm not going to use an IBC tote, but I found a 130 gallon vertical water um, storage okay. system. It's built for like preppers and shit like that to fit in like a standard closet. Um, and so it's, it's tall and narrow. So it gives me plenty of head pressure because it's tall. Right, the things right, like right. You know, get gravity on that bitch. Yeah, it's like six feet tall and like maybe three feet in diameter, and so it fits through your standard like you know doorways and stuff like that. And so you set it somewhere, you fill it up with your freaking liquid and gravity feeds. So I'll be able to use just with like a very small pump and run it through uh, all of the different trays and everything and rock and roll. Just a little trickle, and uh, she just reset her new tray. Where she'll throw down the expanded mats. The mats are like, um, I don't know, how, well, they're made out of like that rattan type material. It's a, uh, it's it looks like the kind of, it looks kind of like uh, ramen noodle squares. You know what I'm talking about? But it's made out of like, uh, so it looks like it looks like the mat material anyway is edible by animals. It's it's basically like the stalks of plants moving together. But it's it's a uh, it looks like a ramen noodles in a square, and but it's cheap and it comes with huge fucking rolls, and you just cut it to the size you want. It's the same kind of it's similar to the stuff they use in swamp coolers. Oh, uh, that yeah, the mesh the mesh fucking filter pads. Yeah, like yeah, kind of like some, coconut mat. Yeah, yeah kind of like a coconut mat. Yeah, but uh, it's it's supposed that's to. Be what I, that's what I've always used for my whenever I do microgreens. I've always used the cocoa pads. Cook, yeah, cook. it's supposed to be edible by animals and ruminants, so that's what that that was a big selling point to us. It's like uh, it's it's like I think uh, like fourteen cents more per square foot, but uh, worth every penny if you don't have waste. Yep. Yeah, if I'm able to just straight feed that with all the roots and the cut off stems of the microgreens to the fucking cattle without having to worry about breaking down or clogging up their gut or anything. Then it's fucking worth it to me. If they get carbohydrates out of it and they get all their fucking greens out of it as well, then at that point it's just I'm I'm 
using a fodder system and uh, selling it as two different things. I'm making my fodder for my animals and my microgreens for my uh, my wife's little microgreen business she wants. And uh, I think it'll work great, man. I mean, if it doesn't fucking work great, then I guess it'll be just my new tomato grow room. Ah, everybody loves tomatoes. There you go. Yeah, like it's gonna be like that, that goddamn juicer on top of the fridge. <laughs> if it was a juicer, it would be great. I'd use it. It's not a juicer. It's one of those fucking uh, meat wax. Uh, the, fucking the, the, yeah, or yeah. the Ron, the Ron Popeil sandwich maker or some shit. No, no it, it it makes a butter it's press infuser. It's an infuser. Yeah, it's an infuser. It makes a concentrated THC fucking butter and shit like that. Uh, and it's like, I can't use it for fucking anything. It's not, it's completely useless for anything else. And she's used it once and got scared because it's too strong. So it's like, it's just <laughs> I want to fucking sell the bitch. Fucking really... pussy. Yeah. Farrell called you a pussy. <laughs> a wife is going to kill you or me, actually, now. I was thinking probably you, but, you know. Yeah. That's great. Thank <laughs> you. Nice knowing you, fuckers. Yeah. I am not scared to risk remembered. your life. I'm not even a little bit scared to risk your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm not scared for your life. Uh, it's like some of you may die, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's basically where where I'm at as far as. Uh, the, the hydroponics and aquaponics goes is that we I think we've covered pretty much everything right we've heck yeah well, that, no there's there's tons of shit we haven't covered but it's everything's basically kind of around the same thing you know what I mean oh so, yeah can you think of anything there's, there's, else you want to cover I mean well I mean there's all we've never even covered all the different kinds of substrates that you could use we never covered oh, all the yeah. all the different kind yeah. of lights they can use if it's inside of it dude there is so much shit left we haven't yeah. even touched and, on yet and if anybody wants to get more in depth, we do have a gardening section in the FAFO Discord. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All yes, we are do. welcome to discuss all the tomatoes yes. or zucchinis or whatever you want to grow. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've always used Hydrotron or like pea gravel, and those are the only two things I've ever used because they're cheap as shit. I do. I use I use clay pellets and um, rock wool. So I I use the the cheap bags of. I don't know if it's gravel or it's, it's weird stuff. Pebbles. Uh, yeah. Pebbles from Walmart. They come in. A I've seen bag. people use lava rock. They use great. It works great. I have used raw, lava I rock. That, I bet that would be it, good. It takes a bit to clean it, but other than that, it's good stuff. Oh, I was about to ask. I was saying, I wonder if that would be good to clean because I can only I, imagine. I, I threw a bunch of it in a wheelbarrow. Right. And I ran the water hose on it for a while. And carefully dumped it out without pouring it out, and then ran the water hose. I just kept doing that over and over until I got it clean. See, uh, it doesn't quite float, but it's really light. So I would get a barrel in a five gallon bucket or something, and then put my water hose in the bottom of it, and then just run the fucking water. Or just just poke a small hole in the bottom of the barrel and just let it run. Yeah. I just let it overflow. I would clog that shit up. You put a screen over top of the bucket, like, yeah, that would work perfect. Lava rock would work really well, though. Like, I think, I think, yeah, I might do. Well, lava rock here is really expensive. Uh, lava rock here is a luxury item. Oh, so, you know what'd be cool? I mean, it's totally unnecessary, but uh, crushed uh, 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 marble. 
Oh, that would look cool. It'd be beautiful, but totally, totally unnecessary. Oh, yeah. All right, if you were going to go, like, as bougie as fuck, you might as well use that, uh, like, that crushed glass that looks like diamonds. Well, if, if we yeah. ever open a business building these things for people in the or, corner or the, house, then, then, then you worry about aquarium, that. Yeah. For the marbles. I tried to fucking tell you guys to market my fucking design because you can stack all the goddamn equipment into it into one five-gallon bucket on top and ship the whole fucking thing off to people like a tin-bucket system. And it'll just take a, like one big box because it all stack inside of itself. But nobody wanted to market it. Nobody that's like, wanted to sell that's it. That's like that ebb and grow system you could buy. It, it comes shipped in a 55-gallon drum, but everything yeah. is in there. Everything. Timers, pumps, you name it, it's all in there. Those are hard to come by nowadays, though. We just fucking all need to. God damn it. John, yeah. come by the property next to me. Okay. Fucking Deadpool, come by the property next to me. Michael Nutty, buy the property behind me. There you go. We'll combine the fucking thing. Throw they build tunnels between each other's secret bases. Fuck yes, we're yes. awesome. We're gonna put a we're gonna put a gap. I want I want a zip line. I want a zip line over to the to the deferrals. Have you seen <laughs> zip line? Have you seen the gabions? Gabion is that rock filled uh, wire basket, right? So we're gonna mm-hmm. put a a gabion wall across like a three foot high. Around the entire fucking property, and then on top of that, we'll put a three foot fucking chain link fence just to fuck everything and every goddamn thing out there and have defensible fucking bulletproof fucking positions. And then just sliding gates, and then we'll just turn it into one big fucking farm compound. And we'll just have like 25, well, I guess at that point it'd be like 40 acres, and everybody just fucking rock and roll. And we'll just be like, all right, this is us. Yeah. You know? Concrete walls with broken beer bottles embedded in the top. Yeah, nah, no reason. Yeah, like, gonna, like, we're, like we're in Jamaica. We got the fucking glass wall. Yeah. That's what they do down, well, down in South America. That's yeah, where I saw yeah. it. <laughs> they do that in Iraq, too. That's really, yeah, really popular. In Cuba and Jamaica, it's really big. Yeah. It's pretty popular. I saw it in Venezuela myself, but yeah, pretty close. Y'all just, y'all just come by the properties next to me because they're really cheap right now, but they're fixing to go up because they haven't even gone live yet. Well, why, why, don't you, why don't you buy them and then... Go ahead, and then you can sell my tomatoes. Well, I recently got some inside information, and I'm going to be rich pretty soon. Well, nice. Awesome. I found out I'm supposed to be working on my second million first because it's easier than the first one. Right? Oh, <laughs> shit. I never really thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Working the second first. Damn, yeah. I've been doing it wrong this whole fucking time. Right? Yep. God damn it. Yeah, they say yeah. you start hanging out with Fuck rich it. people, you get rich faster. Stop. Stop starting at one. Just skip to motherfucking two. Yep. Right. It's like it's like assembling fucking some shit from uh, IKEA. You just just fuck the stupid steps and just start at like five. Here's my good good news fafo quote for the day. I'm gonna give it early. No, we're about ready. We're about I have, ready. You know I have no idea who the guy was that said he was a really rich some bitch. He said, the secret to making a million dollars is not to try and make a million dollars. The secret okay. is to try and make, find something that makes you one dollar and repeat it a million times. It's uh, a lot of hand jobs. That's, yeah, <laughs> I, say, I say even at five dollars, that's a lot of BJ's. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a minute. Well, you'll have like one of them fucking arms. Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> We're going to crush a glass beer. 
They have fucking crab-like claws. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's, uh, th- this honestly could probably go on another hour and a half. This oh, is- yeah, I mean, we, we haven't even. Oh, yeah. We've only got all the basics done, and we were missing that, like, half the good, basics. That's a good introduction, though. It gives people are going to get curious. They're going to start fucking googling some shit. Let's right. start asking some more questions, and maybe we do another one of these, or maybe yeah, we bring yeah. on an expert. Uh, I I feel like we have good experience in this. Wait, wait, you want to like know? You want to know who I who we already know that is that's done tomatoes for money for a long, long time, Carl. I don't know, Carl. Canadian uh, drummer. Yeah. Oh, just like you oh. know, he 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 was kid before he got into mycology. He was he was growing, he was growing uh, tomatoes. Tomatoes. <clears throat> I have a hard time well, giving my tomatoes away. What are you talking about? Well, maybe we have maybe we have a fucking expert on later, because uh, I feel like we're, we we know what we're talking about, but I don't feel like we're like. Oh, there's always somebody out there with a little more information. Yeah, always. Right. Right. And I would, hey, you know, Deadpool, reach out to MPG Gardener and see if uh, on on YouTube and see if he'd love to come on. Like, maybe he would. Yeah. Like, like just see. Who the fuck knows? Let's all hit him up. What's his favorite saying? Uh, Good Lord willing, I'll see y'all next time. Yeah. Let's see if you'll come on and now, just talk to now us you owe him twenty. It. You owe him twenty-five cents now. That's probably. Let's see if we can get him on. Uh, uh, I mean, he might not want to come on uh, our yeah, he, he's, podcast. He's a very straight-laced person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> see, there was but, the one. I, so, but, so what you're saying is you're saying Deadpool is shut up. Is what you're saying? No, no, that's, we're that's saying. What I just heard. We're <laughs> saying Pharaoh stop saying fuck every third sentence. You know. Right. Uh, if I can't oh, use the word fuck, dude, you're going to hear me just saying um you know, a lot. The, the, I'm worst, have to say, the worst thing oh, you can say fudge. is no. You know? Yeah. Nobody can ever say yes to a question you never asked. You never asked. Yeah, let's see if we can get some other fucking random people on here. Some other fudging people on here. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm try little, leave it to Beaver style. Fudging. But uh, uh, anyway, let, you know, let's see if we can try to get some experts on. I like... Uh, We'll do. Like how about this? this? For the next for the next uh, for the next few months, we'll do one monthly. We'll do one monthly uh, growing something other mycology. So we'll it'll be like a series. We'll do one a month so we can plan them out. So I'll get I'll get so I'll get a uh, I'll get some professionals in. We'll get we'll get some good ones in. Yeah, Deadpool is that, good. Yeah, he, he is. He is a social he engineer. He's good at people. Yeah, yeah it's not like that. <laughs> he's way better. He's way better at. Uh, Talking people into shit than I am. Yeah, he he was listing off some of the people he has lined up for future podcasts, and I was like, "How did you even meet this guy?" Like, I have my ways. Well, yeah, I'm like, I want, and honestly, like a lot of people that we know, like especially you and me, Ferrell, fucking, their people are like, "Oh my god, he's famous." He's like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's what?" Like, no, I'm not gonna I'm say who it is. Famous. Trust me, you know who it is. Yeah, yeah, is it? I'm, I'm gonna tell him. White, you know our buddy Whitebeard. He's famous. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's super, super famous. famous. <laughs> he's famous? Uh, I can never yep. talk to him again. I, oh, I, 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 I'm scared I, now. Yep, he's famous. But I'm sorry, we're, but so like, that, I learned no. by I, I've got association. I meet other famous people. Everybody, everybody that's came on to our podcast has enjoyed it. Like it's just a talk amongst friends. You'll right. never find anybody that, that 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 has come on here and hung out with us for a while. 
that goes, God, that sucked. It's so high pressure. I mean, we're like, we're I mean, we're pushing it to having a subject. I mean, it, zero <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, you might lucky if we could come up with a name for the goddamn. We just cry and blow it in a general direction when we start. Right, right, we didn't come up. Do. We didn't come up with a new measurement. I'm keeping right. a hold of that bitch. I'm using that at work. <laughs> Like that's fucking happening. The RJUs, dude. I'm introducing that shit at work. We're gonna start using that to measure people. I would be calling it. This patient is approximately eight RJUs tall. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, like, you, I say it on it. I say it on it, and I send them a lot of pain. I'm like, so how many RJUs yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah. well, that's no way. That would be a Keurig. That would be a oh. Keurig. Yeah, oh, what the fuck? Because, well, I mean, dead, like not Deadpool, but sorry, but the, uh, what is that? Uh, God damn it! South Park came up with the Curix, like it's a measurement of poo or like diameter of sphincter was a Curic. How did I miss that? I'm it funny. was named after Katie Curic. It was named after Katie Curic, but it was like. Nice. Yeah, but they came up with they came up with the measurement of it. It's like, oh, that's almost four Keurigs high, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I saw a, I saw a, a, a gun uh, show one time. They were measuring how powerful a gun was by how many uh, Barbara Walters interview tapes it could go through when they shot it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, oh people, God. people are having a good time. Jesus, that warms my heart. Ah. Warms my cockle. I don't have a heart. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we've already had uh, John uh, went ahead and jumped the fucking gun. I'm and, sorry. Uh, yeah, gave his happiness and sunshine. Yeah, uh, see, you got to start with me because you know yeah, I'm not going to do anything nice. You know I'm going to be an asshole. Deadpool. You are the person who usually has to raise it up afterwards. It comes to the end of this fantastic podcast. We promise to continue this series uh, with more interesting people and more in-depth stuff when it comes to hydroponics, uh, aquaponics. And then later on, we'll do some more gardening type stuff and some more farming type stuff. If you all are interested in it, and even then we can get into some food preservation or ways to save uh, like you we'll know, money. Ser- or- we can do series on anything. Yeah. I mean... That's what the whole point of Fuffo Topics is, guys. Go to the goddamn Discord. Yeah. Put it in there. Fuck around and find out. Like if you guys if there's something that interests you guys, especially with the world kind of getting shitty like it is now, if you want to learn how to cook something, make something, do bread, do your own starters, make your own beer, fucking something like that. This is the place. We have the knowledge. We do this stuff every day. Honestly, I don't really buy that much from the grocery store. I I pretty much make everything myself. And you see pictures that I post everywhere. I make like we had pizza tonight. I made it myself. Everything was there that, that I made myself. So uh, like it had all my own sausage on it. It had my own, my, own, my tomatoes from my fucking garden, the whole nine yards. Like uh, it's really not that difficult. If it was really hard to make your own food, then people would have died out a long goddamn time ago. It's really fucking easy uh, if you know what you're doing. So we're happy to talk about these kind of things. Uh, and we'll bring mycology into it. There's a bunch of different ways to bring mycology into it, but we don't want to just kind of paint ourselves into a corner of only mycology. Uh, even we will run out of shit to say eventually. Yeah, I mean, mushrooms are great. Mushrooms are fun, and mycology has a lot to do with farming. Uh, yes. If you talk about your, your mycelial relationships in the ground and how you can use that 
to grow more mushrooms while you're still growing your tomatoes and stuff in the ground. Or, or you use the carbon dioxide that the mushrooms produce to help your plants yeah. grow bigger. Exactly. Another option. It, yep. Yeah. So they're very, very tightly interwoven. And they're very, very synergistic. It's called fucking nature, so, dude. It's called fucking what is, nature. I, I believe with the with the proper CO two levels, plants generally grow like thirty percent faster. I believe. Oh yeah, the number. Yeah. But uh, so crazy. With that said, uh, we've got a little long this time, but that's fine. Uh, we're gonna start with uh, Deadpool. See what kind of nice, happy, and interesting things he has to say. For the day, uh, what do you got, buddy? Well, I guess I gotta be trying to be nice now because fucking Trim fucked it up, but um. You know, I'm sorry. How about this? How about I can this? have it. Every... Nah, all right. All right. All right. That's fine. How about this? Um, uh, mindset. Everything involves mindset, whether it's mycology, whether it's going on a trip or a journey. Setting setting is the most important thing, whether you're starting fucking a new top hobby. So just make sure your mindset's always, you always think shit through first, or else you get fucked right in the ass by Ron Jeremy. Talk. By Ron Jeremy unit. <laughs> Yeah, Ron Jeremy by the unit, Ron Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Marco Nutty, what do you got for us, buddy? All right, well, I'd say in the topic of gardening, you know, for every seed that you sow, it's important to understand to go into it with patience and make sure to care for everything that you do, and things will come through. Even if it's a weed, you're fucking growing something. (laughs) Kind of like trike. (laughs) Is that kind of like trying yep, to work on my game? Hey, hey, hey growing I, something. I'm growing something. <laughs> I'm an expert at that. I guess, yeah, okay. Uh, I like that. All right. And you, then, guys, uh, you guys wait till the value of trite goes up. I'm going to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> like, coming, coming, coming from me, it's going to be if you're good at something, share it with the world. If you're good, if you know how to do something, Reach out to some people, whether it's in this uh, group or in a different group, share your knowledge. If you can ride a bike better than everybody else, teach a kid in your your community to ride the bike the same way. If you can bake bread or you know garden or farm or do something else, share that knowledge, spread it around, help somebody out. Uh, you might meet some really fun and interesting people in the process. If you're looking for a way to meet people, a lot of the, a lot of the times, if you're looking at your community colleges, your community colleges will let experts come in and teach classes. So if you happen to be super, super good at X, Y, and Z, and you consider yourself to be an expert, you can go teach for a semester at a community college without a teaching certificate and just to go and teach a class. So it like, that's how I learned to sew. There was a bunch of these old ass. <laughs> You're ladies. gay. Hey, <laughs> I, I sew too. Yeah. Exactly. Point, point proven. <laughs> there was a bunch of there's a bunch of these old ass crazy ladies. They uh, didn't uh, have a degree in anything. They just knew how to sew really well, and they liked teaching people how to sew. So we went in. They wrote a little grant. They got a whole bunch of fucking sewing machines donated to them, and they taught all of us how to sew. And it was great. It was fun. And it was a great way to meet the shit out of women. Um, it was a lot of fun because I was like the only guy. And it was great, great, great times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so, spent an entire winter learning how to knit. It was awesome. Once. Stocking cats and beanies and stuff. Yeah. Did you like yeah. knit a flashlight? 
I I, 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 I used to work only in the summers, and I got into the knitting. It was a good way to pass the time, and we, we used to give them to the homeless whenever we were how done. Exa- how exactly? I made like 40 of them in one winter. Just because just because you started saying that you gave them the homeless people does not stop me from making fun of you. Oh, right. you're welcome to do yeah. so. <laughs> that seems like you're so fucking wholesome, Trim. I have yeah, ADHD. I have really bad ADHD, and it just helps me to keep busy. And it was an awesome yeah. thing. I could be watching TV and sit there and knit. Yeah. So I have I haven't done it since, stuff? but I I, I, I give that it. two RJUs up. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty inches up. Woo! <laughs> so if you know how to do something, screw you guys. How to do something? Share the knowledge. Share the knowledge. You uh, chimney Christmas circus stretchers. <laughs> yeah. see, see what I'm saying? <laughs> With that said, we absolutely love our listeners. We love you guys. And we'll be in the chat room, probably in the voicey area or doing something like that here shortly after this podcast. Uh, just to kind of let off steam. I'm pretty fucking pumped still. And uh, I don't feel like I, I feel like I've got too much blood in my alcohol system uh, still. Because I've been so busy talking, I have not been power drinking through this as I should have been. This is my one day to get drunk. Damn it. And so I'm going to continue this. Nice. We love our listeners. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, last time on the last podcast, we already talked about all of our demographics that are keep going up and up. You Kanukistanis are really uh, bringing it home. Yeah, baby. Almost a ten percent. You guys are. You guys will always be my favorite strippers. Always. They they are. (laughs) They do have the best strippers. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, what makes a Kanukistani stripper freaking different than? Well, because when when I was when I was in when I was in high school, you could go to Canada because you have to be you had to be eighteen to drink. So we would go to Canada by the border in high school, get drunk, and go to the strip clubs. And, and and in Canada they take it all off. There's no that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's Texas. Dude. I don't know. I I have. I'm not really well versed on my stripper by state, but I know they take it all off in Canada. <laughs> stripper by state. That should be a great. We should make a. We could make a shirt that just has stripper by state with like colors of like which ones take off what. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So we gotta make. We gotta, does that mean we have to make a just a gray one for trim? <laughs> That's not different funny. shades of gray. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he'll be able to tell the difference of the grays. It's not like he's looking like if it's not black, it's not white, it's fucking gray. There's there's a billion shades of gray. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm I'm gonna have to educate you on how colorblind works someday. You know, I'll wait till another day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks. Tim. I'm good. <laughs> we love you guys. All right, and uh, thank you all for listening. Love y'all, and peace out. Later. Night. Yeah. All right, boys and girls. Excellent. That was still recording. One. You're still recording. No, so <laughs> I hit the stop button. No, nope. I hit the stop button. It nope. said stopping call right this fucking second. Nope. I don't know why it's not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You're wrong, girl, Sanders. No record. I don't recording. know why it's just. It's a runaway train. Four, four hours, hours later. It's <laughs> 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 <laughs>